Keep it PG all the time. I don't like sugar coating that make me feel like I lied. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's cracking? We back. Black tacos of the culture. This your boy Chris J. Glad to be back after a nice little two weeks off. But, you know, we gotta be lit out here and get life to go in order. But, got the squad on here, minus one. Go ahead and do shot sales. What's the good is DC? What's goody is Cam. Before we start, go ahead and play that clip, Chris. Alright. That's what I'm talking about! That's why he's in me! That's why he's the GOAT! The GOAT! <laughs> yes, sir. So I wanted to get this out the way um first and foremost. Uh just a I think a, a universal GOAT of the week for just the black content creator community as a whole. Uh, TBH, the Black Hokage. If you don't know, he released a uh, Hokage Thoughts. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, um, yesterday. Yeah. And it was a it was a very vulnerable episode. Um, I didn't check it out at first because, and I mean, and this is kind of a, a problem with me and just a problem like where when people say you never know what people are going to until you really take the time to listen to them. It's like we kind of know TBH is kind of like a jokester. So like when I saw the the like the title on YouTube, I thought he was like I thought it was like he, he was joking and kidding around. But then when I actually clicked on and listened to the whole thing, it was like, damn, it was like some deep shit. So definitely want to give a, a huge shout out to uh, TBH for that. Um, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there in terms of like just normally, but to, to, but to be born especially as a man a black man at that it takes a lot of courage it takes a lot of strength to do so and i feel like that episode was needed especially during times of covid um because like like he said in the video that like one thing that covid has proven is that it is really a testament of how strong your network or your core relationships with other is and if that and if you don't really have that strong foundation you get into this mindset where you know your your mental health is being messed up. So um, I'm very proud of TBH. He's an OG. There wouldn't be a Black Otakus of the culture if it wasn't for GI, if it wasn't TBH. So um, just a huge shout out for that episode. Thoughts and prayers for him as well um, when he's going through his situation with a his a significant other. Hopefully everything works out. Um, and uh, just thanks from all of us at Black Otakus and just the Black content creator community as a whole. Uh, so that's my GOAT. Also, I wanted to, um, for one of our, our our number one fans, one of our frequent listeners, uh, Illegitimate Joe Star, I forgot when he put up the tweet, but he also said that he was going through some rough times. So I've seen it. Uh, so thoughts and prayers out to you, bro. Uh, whatever you're going through, I'm not gonna put it out there because it's his, it's his information, but, um, just know that you're in our prayers and hopefully everything works out. So just wanted to bring that up because like I said before, it's just the stigma in the black community, especially as a black man that 
you got to be strong. You can't show emotions and shit like that. And it's time to break that stigma down. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to let people know that you're going through some things because mental health is important. And it's okay for you to reach out to other people so you can talk and get through that situation together. So that's it for me. Yeah. And I co-signed everything Cam said. Like, I saw a portion of the episode of what uh, TBH was going through, and I, I respected it a lot. Uh, I sent them a tweet on the Twitter page. So, uh, but, like, definitely thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers for you as well. Uh, illegitimate Joe Star as well, because... Hey, I know you definitely rocking with us, bro. Much love to you. Uh, much love to all the fans, G. And, like, just to even show, like, this has been a rough week for me as well. Like, literally, I got into a car accident. If y'all know, I got a new car, and I got into a damn accident. But I'm all good. The insurance is going to... I'm just waiting for the insurance people to tell me what to do at this point. But, like, we all go through stuff, and... Like, it's like I definitely agree with Cam. It's super important to just check on yourself. Uh, check yourself. Not check on yourself, but check yourself and just take a break from reality. Just take a break from just everything in life because life is tough. It really is. Like, I can't stress that enough, like how tough life can be. And like for the content creators and, and just even through social media, you don't know what that person's going through until they show it so like i respect just the vulnerability of that we need to start displaying as black men for people to really realize that we're human at the end of the day like we feel we cry we feel sad we feel emotion and stuff and it's super important so but yeah but much love and that's our ps psa on uh mental health because protect yourself is always a vibe. Love yourself too. Love, Love yourself and protect yourself. Are things in 2020. And on the talking about protecting yourself, this is a nice <laughs> little see now this is where the podcast gets a little bit real. See now we gotta get into things and stuff. So protecting myself. I have not done a good job of doing that, honestly. And you are saying like, oh no, what's going on, Chris? Because I watch a bullshit ass football team called Chicago Bears. Now yes. So you might be a casual sports fan sit there and look at what's the Chicago Bears record? They're five and three. They just barely lost to the Saints. You know, it's not that bad. Yes, it is. It's very bad. Because when I sit there and watch a football team every Sunday, sometimes Mondays or Thursdays, depending, like you know, and I just see this team and they just piss me the fuck off. Not Khalil Mack in the defense. I have the most love and respect for Khalil Mack in the defense. They, they're the reason why we have five wins. They're the sole reason why we have five wins. So when I sit here and say this, I hate the Chicago Bears. I mean, not Khalil Mack, not Eddie Jackson, not Roquan Smith, not Akeem Hicks. I mean, I hate the Chicago Bears as in Matt Nagy, the head coach. I hate him. I hate his play calling. I hate him so much. I hate his pride. It's pride screams, I've won Super Bowls. But, nigga, you have not. You have not. Give up the play calling duties. I can make better play calls on Madden, my nigga. Using your playbook. Mm. Now, now, there, now, this is where we get into the offense. I really hate this offense. Outside of David Montgomery, who literally for the past two years has been 
playing with a horrible offensive line to the point where literally if you say he's bad, I may literally slap you in the face because he's the only reason why we can run the ball at least three yards because he fights for his living life to run the football because the offensive line is that bad. I'm not mad at David Montgomery. I'm not mad at Allen Robinson. And I'm not saying this because when I was working at Adidas, Allen Robinson and I was good friends. Got a picture with the guy. Cool guy. Really great guy. Chicago Bears. Pay him. I'm not mad at those two. But everybody else, the quarterback situation, the offensive line, the other receivers, the tight ends. I hate all of y'all motherfuckers. G. You have one job. Play. Score. Make the defense a little bit more easier. I can't get that at all. You know why? Because you niggas suck. You suck. Plain and simple. And I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. We had this game. We had the game. But no. No. You niggas stop scoring. You niggas stop caring. We have a, a nigga who barely plays on the field. Javon Williams goes up to a, a, the other team and punches dude twice barehanded in his helmet. What what was he mad because of like a previous play? Like what happened? So here's the breakdown of that story. So in the previous play, which he had nothing to do with, one of his teammates, the uh the Saints cornerback uh muffed him in the face and all of that, which I understand. Now, I respect Anthony DeMiller for not reacting in that situation. So I guess Javon Williams came to his bright mind like I got my teammates back, which I understand. In a sport like football, yes, you all it's it's literally a all for one type situation. We got each other's back. But it's ways to do it. You do not fight the other player in the critical part of the game. It is tied 13-13. Anything can happen. It's third and sixteen, I believe, was the possession. And you in your right mind said Oh, well, let's already fuck up this drive even more. Let me fight this guy. You could have done other things. You could have pushed dude. I would have been found for shove. Cool. But no, you decided to strike a cause a fight. So that gives the defense hard field position to work with later on, which makes their life even hell. And now you're throwing off the entire momentum of what could have been. What could have been. Now I have to literally see that fight all over social media until the Dallas Cowboys fuck up this game right now. And even then, that's going to be number two of the situation. I hate this team, G. I really do. And now I have to worry about Derrick Henry, who's arguably the best running back in football, literally shoved his foot down y'all asses. Animeless community. If you're a casual sports fan, remain casual. Don't be engaged like me, bro. <laughs> like, like, be like Cam. Just check it out when you feel like it, you know, for the big moments. Be like that. Just don't. Because football especially is the one sport that will piss you off more than anything. Even when your team has a good record. You see everything wrong. And this is another thing. I don't need people who have never 
played an organized form of football to tell me what's wrong with this team. I have more experience than a lot of people who probably said that, like, yeah, I'm not saying I played in college or pro. Yes, I've played high school football. But, nigga, high school football takes a lot. And I have a championship, unlike a lot of people probably. So, I take my shit with pride. I know this fucking game. Don't tell me what's wrong, because you're probably wrong. If you can't sit and tell me what's the difference between a cover two and a cover three and the benefits and the cons, don't talk to me, my nigga. Don't. At all. I don't want to hear it. But yeah, that's the end of my rant. That's a little portion of threes from the rain. I hate to do that for y'all, but it really be that way sometimes. It just really freaking do. But, uh, Daytro's here. What's good? I don't know. I posed a damn fucking. You said what, bro? Kinda, yeah, you kind of sound uh, a little. Yeah, Zoom, I, I'm on my fucking phone. Zoom won't let me log in with this computer, bro. It keeps telling me the password fucking wrong. I'm about to scream, but my head hurts, so I can't fucking scream. But I'm trying to get in with my computer, so I'm going to be quiet for a little while. I don't know if y'all did, y'all, what we were reading watching. No, I, we haven't if yet. It, if it was... If it was on me, I'll watch the first season of Riot. It was amazing. I've been playing the same video game for like a fucking month, and I haven't read anything because I'm illiterate. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. But we haven't got to that yet. So, but reading, watching, and playing. So, uh, watching. Oh, he needs the password to the Zoom call. Okay. I'll get, get it. Wait a minute. Uh, anyway, reading. Uh, Chainsaw Man. Uh, Chainsaw Man has been good these past two weeks. Really good. Plot. We actually get some sort week. of plot. Yeah, this week's this week's episode was really good, but uh, we actually get some plot, yeah. so it's worth reading if you want to take breaks. Uh, then I guess what? I can catch up. Yeah. Yeah. So read these next two, three chapters. It, it's worth the it, cam. Uh, One Piece. One Piece has been solid, really solid. Uh, Kaido's not playing. He took somebody's arm. And he said, and he's dropping bars like he's Thanos. So, uh, the Red Scabbards, they're doomed. Shout out to Oda for listening to the podcast because he must have been tired of us talking <laughs> that shit. So, respect to that. Uh, then, My Hero. Uh, My Hero has been cool besides the Toga and Uraraka stuff. Plain and simple. Uh, we don't need it. Uh, it was very unnecessary, but I understand a huge portion of the audience does like shipping. So I understand you want the shipping storyline to be told in the midst of a very Otherwise, serious situation. Fucking high school and weirdos. Yep. So that should happen to me though. Never. You know, you know the vibes. But uh I believe we're getting close to the end of this arc. Like Close. I'm looking and, ready for this arc to be done, to be honest. Yeah, I understand. We, we, we need one more thing to happen, and then, then we can end the arc. Yeah, it's literally, and I think one that one thing. thing is about to happen. That one thing is about to happen. So shout out to Todoroki, uh, Dobby, and uh, Endeavor having that moment. And also, Dobby being a vibe. Like, literally being a whole ass vibe. That nigga just smiles the whole, each time he's on, on the panel. <laughs> I have to respect that. My nigga, so, bro. Uh, but yeah, so moving on to playing. So played Madden, 
I played Ghost of Tsushima Online, which is really fun. I've played NBA 2K, and that's it. Um, moving on to watching. I did a lot of watching. Uh, shout out to Mandalorian. We'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But solid uh, season two, season open, opener episode. He's that nigga. Plain and simple. And shout out to... Uh, Shout out to Baby Yoda just being Baby Yoda. You know, a whole vibe out here. Uh, Tony Coward over the moon. The uh, rom-com. This week's episode was really freaking good. Last week's episode was good, too. But it's just such a great feel-good rom-com, G. No no really over-the-top drama, but it's just such a feel-good. You dig? But uh, I'm enjoying it. Shout out to my nigga NASA uh, realizing diamonds cost a lot. But if you go to the right people, you get them for nice and cheap, my nigga. Yeah, uh, you have a great girl who don't care about the expenses. That too. And he's blessed with having a wife who don't care about money like that. Even though he has lots of money. Lots of money. Uh, Haikyuu, for some reason, they jumped to the... Uh, what's the name of that school? Neko? Uh, Nekoyama. There's a Nekoyama and their match. I don't get why. But I understand why, I guess, for filler or just the more episodes. But they cool. And I find it funny how they picking on uh, blonde hair folks, too, as well. Because it's like, damn, y'all don't got to pick on my mans like that. Uh, Black Clover. Black Clover, pretty much. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen was, has been decent. Shout out to this week's episode. And also, I want to give a shout to the anime community for not overhyping the fact that they killed the MC in the first three episodes, first four episodes. I respect y'all because y'all was I thought y'all was going to overhype this moment. I really did. So I respect y'all. Um, Fire Force has actually been really good the past few episodes. I haven't been giving this credit, but the past few episodes, even the past kind of the past arc was really good to me i really enjoyed it uh all i'm gonna say is if you if you are a person who does not like cat uh the girl with the uh the nun cat chick whatever fuck her name is i can't think of a name right now do not watch the last half of this week's episode and do not incarnate do not watch it do not the first half of the episode is really decent do not watch the last half. That's all I'm going to say. Um, been watching Don Machi as well. That's decent. Uh, Akudama Drive, which has been my favorite, one of my favorite anime this season. Really decent. Uh, what else? Oh, and last thing. I binge watched this anime on Netflix called Japan Sinks 2020. All, all I'm going to say is if you like Disasters... Seeing niggas get smoked and just recklessly get smoked and get your emotions played with, this is for you. This is for you. It's 10 episodes, but all 10 episodes are really good. And I really enjoyed the story and the journey in itself. It's really good. So shout out to Netflix for uh, Japan Sinks 2020. I just really hope no earthquake ever hits any part of the world like that because... It's really fucked up what happened on there. And also, 
If you're going to go shoveling for yams, read the signs and make sure there ain't no fucking explosive signs in the area. That's all I'm going to say in regards to that. Uh, and then also, last night, which is why we're uh, recording on a Sunday instead of a Saturday, I went to go see a movie because somebody wanted me, wanted to go see a movie for Halloween. And I was like, all right, cool. So I went to see this horror movie called Come Play or whatever the fuck it's called. And it's about some uh, demon from another world called Larry. And he tries... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's some demon monster thing called Larry. And he tried to take out... Um, He's trying to take out... Well, I won't say take out. But he's lonely and doesn't have a friend. And so he uses the device... He uses tablets and cell phones to enter the human world to try to take this autistic boy named Oliver because he doesn't have friends. So he wants to take him to his world to be his friend. Why is it that all those scary movie and plots involving like some like some kind of like demon thing coming to the world involves like some kind of child suffering some type of mental disability? Like why is that always the like the, yeah. the key cliche that they always want to branch out from? I don't know. We're really, fucked up as a society. It really is. Mm. Uh, it wasn't that scary for me, honestly. Like, like it made me really believe how mature I got when it came to horror movies. But I think it's, as long as it's not super demonic, I can tolerate it. If anything, I'm gonna just laugh at it. But this nigga Larry, dude's name is Larry. His nigga's <laughs> name is Larry. <laughs> but it was just the, this was the wild part. So the autistic kid, because like you know, with kids with autism, they really have a lot of tough social skills and stuff so he couldn't really talk and all of that but he would watch spongebob and spongebob was like his relaxing thing but at the same time each time they show like the the demon larry trying to get into the human world or try to interact it was either before after or during he's watching spongebob They really tried to imply that SpongeBob Stop was that. demonic, and I was just like, mm -hmm. "Wow, they bogus as hell." And this is the crazy part: there was a point where he did enter the world for a little bit, because the rules of how he enters the world was confusing. And I'm not about to break that down, because this is not—I don't really give a damn enough. But he snuck into the world for a little bit, gave him a sponge, because he likes SpongeBob. Yeah, I was like, yo, this is tweet stupid, but uh, it was okay. It was okay for what it was. It was it was a cool little movie night, that's all I can say. But uh, fuck that movie overall, though. Uh, and that's it for me. That's that's it. So uh, I'll go ahead. Let me try to get day trade. I'll go ahead. next. Hmm. Uh, I guess I'll start with gaming this week. I didn't really play anything. I played a little bit of 2K20 with Dustin. We didn't finish the uh, match because both of our internet was boo-boo. And then we was knocking each other out for like a good 30 minutes. But I think that's it. I mean, knocking each other out for a good 30 minutes on UFC. So that's it for gaming. Uh, for watching, I don't know if I watched anything because my Verve account uh, subscription expired. So I'm probably not watching any anime till I pay for another subscription. And then I read a lot though. I read like 11 fucking different mangas this week. 
So I guess I'll start with um. I'll start. I'm gonna skip uh rent a girlfriend because we already know, you already know. I don't need to say anything about that. But uh, <laughs> you remember the anime Grand Blue came yeah. out a couple seasons yeah. ago. I read. Mm-hmm, I was the, reading the, the manga. One. Where we're at the manga. Yeah, like the arc that we're on is funny as hell, and it's just uh, relating. It, it was just the main character, the blonde dude, and then the two. It was Chisa and then the uh, Keiki. It's just them four. And they're just bullshit in Okinawa right now. It's just pure comedy. Um, I read Uzaki-chan, but I forgot what I read. It was pertaining to the mom, though. It was hilarious. Um, Berserk, a Berserk ca- uh, chapter came out this week, and I was talking to Chaz like, every day about it. Because for, well, for, it, it's not years for me, but I know it's decades for other people. I just caught up to it like this year and last year, so it wasn't a big wait for me. But what we got in this chapter, like niggas have been theorizing for years about, and we just got confirmation on a couple of long-running theories. So it was a pretty good week for Berserk Sands. Um, Tagashi, take notes, please come the fuck back so they so niggas can stop talking about your back. Um, (laughs) Cause it's looking like Berserk. Berserk had like three chapters this year and i think we're getting a couple more like this is the most we've gotten in a long time so hopefully it could he can ramp it up and get back to doing maybe like five a year i'm asking for too much but hopefully he can do that um what else did i read the boruto chapter i don't like this little naruto shit that's going on i reread it a little bit and i still don't like it where Naruto's gonna like fake sacrifice himself or whatever. Again, I don't care for it. Yeah, like it's stupid because what Karama says is like he's like I'm gonna um he's like we can't beat this guy even though they've beaten Inosuke twice already. So it makes no sense that you can't beat this guy, but or whatever. And so Karama's like, there's this one technique, but if you do it, it's a it's gonna yeah, you're kill gonna you. die. <laughs> You're gonna die. Naruto's like, I don't care. I'm gonna do it. Something. I don't like. I don't like that. You could at least just say like, um, Jigen pulled out some technique that we've never seen to have like the villain be the one to fuck him up. I don't like this. Naruto's the one to get himself killed because now it kind of feels not necessarily cheap, but it's just like, I don't know. Because like, if you're gonna kill him, kill him and don't bring him back. But I feel like they're gonna. It's, he's not going to really die, die. I feel like they're going to think he's dead and then they're going to bring him back later because there's no way he's going to die. It's so, a damn if you do, damn if you don't situation, bro. Damn exactly. if you do kill him, damn if you don't kill him. He doesn't know um, how to do it. Just matter. don't do it. He, he doesn't. It, it's clear his point. He doesn't know dude. how to do it. So at this point, it's like desert. It, it's like at this point, it's like fuck if you do, fuck if you don't. It's like, man, you don't want to kill him off because he's the favorite and honestly, it, it's a detriment to Boruto's character because at this point, from what I've read, the only way for Boruto to grow as a character is if Naruto dies. But the caveat is that a lot of people who are reading Boruto are really kind of reading it just to kind of keep up with what, you know, old Naruto and old Sasuke are doing. So you risk that part of the fan base being like, well, fuck Boruto. I give a shit about this little nigga. Naruto just died. Uh, and then... 
it's just it's he's in a bad situation like period it's just like i don't this is an example of i i'm trying to get back into like i was listening to some videos and i was like you know what, let me read some chapters of boruto because I, I can be bit I could be a bit uh, harsh so you know let me give some fair criticism let me read it and it's just one of those situations where I, I don't care I don't care about Kawaki I don't care yep. about the Jingans I don't care about anything in that show like it, it's like everything that's happening is so fucking unnecessary it's so bland it's so boring it's like if Naruto dies cool that's clickbait for content creators for the next two years or whatever oh Naruto's dead I can't believe it OMG but it's just like whatever man like it's just a point where it's like to me boruto is unnecessary nothing of interest in that plot is there's nothing of interest in that plot yeah like i feel like i feel like shonen jump or whoever is like behind like the editorial team and the manga i felt like they thought people were going to care a lot about this arc with the oh jiraiya's clone um, reveal and the the whole uh, Naruto's new form and the Otsutsuki are really behind all of this. I feel like they thought people would care, but they felt well, we hella flat. <laughs> well, like, yeah, it's like the thing is when we first saw Jiraiya or whatever that nigga's name is, we were like, "Oh, that's Jiraiya's yeah. clone." Big reveal: It's Jiraiya's yeah. clone. Okay. <laughs> oh, the, Ots- no the Otsutsuki like- are the ones behind everything. Oh, okay. It's the same plot point that Kagi was going to do. They want to make a chakra fruit tree and they're going to feed Boruto to it. Because he has the he has Otsutsuki DNA in his um, karma, whatever it's called. So it's just, it's literally the final arc all over again, except now Naruto is apparently getting smoked. This is which makes a, no sense. Again, this is just, yeah. a, this is one of those instances where Kishimoto's like, damn, I kind of fucked up with the fourth grade ninja war. So let me just like create an entire <laughs> new series dedicated to just fixing that one arc and just spread it across uh, as, a, as a, and, and just kind of hide it as a new series. This is what the fourth grade ninja war. He made it. Been. He made it worse. Made Kishimoto worse don't write boards, so somebody else does. No, I'm, say, I'm saying like, he probably talked. He talked talk to do like, "Hey, uh, I kind of fucked up on the fourth grade Ninja War arc. There's some points that I wanted to kind of expand on. So if you could just take that and just base that whole plot around that, that'd be great." But he fucked it up even further. Uh, you could just kept that shit. Could just had the little Shin Uchiha has come back for round two or something. I would have read that. No, because but, that arc that arc was terrible too. <laughs> <laughs> I had more enjoyment than I am now <laughs> reading that shit. But um, that's it for Boruto. Uh, I got spoiled on Jujutsu Kaisen, so I won't say anything about that anime or manga till I catch up. So that's it. Um, Doctor Stone was pretty decent this week. Um, it's not a little Viz he, media thing, except that he's going to South America. Yeah. So do you regret, like? I think in the anime. They did it. They did it once, where at the beginning, Sunku was with one group. It was like Taiju and uh, the shorty that's really like a really good artisan, and then he switched over to being with the village people. So the arc we're on now, it's like another group of people. Oh, so it's so like I kind of like how the kingdom. Of, he's not yeah. with the kingdom of science people anymore. He's with somebody else. He's with some, some of them. 
he's with some of them, but like there's a new set of people. Like I think there's like five new characters that are getting spotlight. So it's a running trend because I see like every new arc he introduces new character. It's like Senku State is the remaining constant in a lot of these arcs, but the background cast kind of flips out. Except uh, the blonde chick and the and Chrome, they're the ones that stay for most of these arcs. But everybody else switches around and stuff. So it's essentially and they bring JoJo, back old characters, but with the JoJo. Yeah, I like that storyline. I like that storytelling. I fuck with that. It keeps it fresh, but um, I'm just interested in uh, like they're going more in depth with the um, the petrification stuff. We got a lot of details on that and a lot of details behind. Um, Senku growing up and how he became so smart and his interest and stuff so that was a pretty dope scene and uh, dope, dope information it made me like Senku a lot more so I'm excited for the next arc um, I checked out the We Can't Study the fifth version of the ending I guess where it's the teacher he saved the teacher for last I see why he did it because apparently she's the most popular amongst all the girls so that's where they're at right study. now um yeah that we can't learn or whatever it's like it's got like three oh different names. oh yeah yeah okay 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 yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah the teacher is the um fifth and last ending so they're showing his ending with her the only and thing I that's when i was waiting bro, for that the teacher fetish, bro. that's the <laughs> hey. only thing i can agree with you, with you guys on and that, that's that's the way i do not mind it grown-ass woman i respect it but uh it's just okay um this manga was supposed to end like a, like over a year ago, but it's I get I mean if this is I'll take this as the true ending, I guess so. I won't give it a harsh rating at the end because of that. I'm gonna ignore the other endings. How uh, many chapters? Next is, is black. How many chapters is this yeah. ending? It's like five per ending, I think. So this one had this is on the second chapter of the ending. So I think we got like three more. Don't quote me on that, but I know it's less than 10 for each uh, ending. But um, yeah, it should be ending soon. We should have like three three or four chapters left, and then it's done. Um, Black Clover was really fucking good. Like, Cam, whenever you catch up, bro, it's, it's I'm going to dedicate some time this With, week to catch up to it. Because I have some time. This shit is... Asta is fucking cold. Like, the... the the little power up that he got is I like the design a lot. So Asta's beastly fuck you know. I don't care how you try to make you know on par with Asta. Right now Asta is untouchable. You can't convince me. It's just an ass pool with you know. So and you know's barely been in the story and I'm fucking with it. And I hope it continues because I don't want to see that nigga again. Big um facts. Big facts. And I like how this arc is going. They're kind of setting up Asta in a more because um, you notice like in a lot of these arcs there's other people kind of leading the charge and then Asta's like tagging along to beat mm -hmm. the villain it seems like now they're setting him up to be the initial catalyst to lead the charge and that's how it feels like so I'm excited for that um, Chainsaw Man was dope I know I said I wasn't going to talk about it but I think because we did do an episode last week and this chapter was really good. We got enough information. And uh, I really fuck with what we got this week. And it's it's it like, I never expected 
things to go the way they did. I'm trying not to spoil for uh, Cam, but like I like the direction that the uh, chapter ended on, and I'm really curious on how they're gonna get over this Makima shit because she's OP as hell, and I don't know how you could. Uh, I don't know how they're gonna get around her, so I'm just interested in the the game plan moving forward. And then the last is One Piece, um, and so it was a pretty good chapter. I just I want to see Kaido smack niggas around. Uh, I wanted Kiku to die, so I'm gonna dock some points on that because I don't give a fuck about Kiku. And uh, there's some people saying that and I didn't notice this in the chapter, but they said that the uh, minks they're breathing heavy, so the time limit might be running out, so the minks might be the next ones to get smoked. I don't know. RP to them niggas, because those are the only ones we care about in the scabbers. So, shout out to Kaido's W, man. And that's it for me this week. All right, cool. Uh, Detro, you want to expand on some points, or did, did, you, did you cover what you needed to cover? I, I didn't hear you if you said something. I think that's a no. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so you're going to get angry, Cam, uh, for the last mm. portion of when I talk about what I've been playing. So just a, a, a heads up. Um, but for watching, uh, watching uh, the weeklies, like Chris said, Tony Kawa, when, when I was complaining about episode three two weeks ago, when I was saying because they were focusing on two characters that I didn't give a shit about, the reason why I really fucking loved episode four and five is because they stayed with the two, the, the two main characters, Nasa and his chick. Yep. And I really enjoyed episode four. I really enjoyed um, episode five just because, again, it's just the feels good. After the travesty, the abomination, the disgustingness, the absolute garbage can that was uh simp tales um I, I just needed i just needed a good romance something to actually make me feel good and that's what tony Kawa has been doing um and yeah i'm looking forward to next episode i mean the episode five with him going around where, where basically she was like let me shut this nigga up about, about like showing him how many uh how much diamonds cost <laughs> and it's just him them going to the two different shots was hilarious I just like the the chemistry that the two characters have. Like you really feel as though they're perfect strangers, yet they're perfect lovers in a sense. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just great, a great, great show. Uh, I can I can see why for this week, the the picture you put in the chat, why it's the the most number popular. One. Yes, is that, one. is that what it was? Yeah, most yes. popular. I can see why, because it's just. I mean, drama's cool and all, but like every romance, you ain't gotta have cliche ass fucking drama. You can have a romance where characters, you know, like each other, and they don't kiss on episode twelve when the show's about to end. Uh, <laughs> freaking uh, science, I fell in love with you, cough cough. Um, but yeah, so there's that. Uh, then I watched uh, Jujutsu Kaisen episode. This is episode four and five. Uh, really good really good episodes um again studio mappa showing that they know how to animate fights that, that one fight with um dude who can summon the demon dogs and then uh, uh sukino i think that's um Saku, 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 yeah. whatever his name is 
that fight sequence on episode five where he was just tossing that nigga around. <laughs> that shit yeah, was freaking cold. Uh I I just really I'm really enjoying this um this series episode and I mean I'm glad the anime community didn't hype up that nigga because we know he's not dead. He's the main fucking character. Um so I I was like, oh no, he died. No, oh my god, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Such great writing. <laughs> right. you know? I oh my god, he's dead? What? No. Uh but yeah, uh episode it looks like they're gonna have some kind of mini training arc or a, a tournament arc, I guess. That's that's leading up to it because they said they're going to some other school to participate in a uh, jujitsu sorcerers versus jujitsu sorcerers, so shout out to that tournament arc. Gotta hit that cliche. Um and next was Haikyuu. So yeah, these past two episodes were straight filler, but it wasn't filler. It wasn't as bad filler like when I talk about the My Hero chapter. Um, this to me, this is good filler because it's setting up. Because in the past, in the in the past seasons of Haikyuu, they've been building up the fact that um, Karasuno wants to have a fight uh, who wants to have a match with Nekui, an official volleyball match with them. Like, because all of their matches have been practice sessions. And the last time they had a practice session, Hinata and uh, Kenma, they were talking, they, they had a talk and it's like, hey, next time we meet, let's let us let it be on the official stage. I want to have an official match with y'all, no holds bar. That means like whoever loses, loses. So these past two filler arcs and the reason why i like haikyuu is because it's not in one thing that i would say Kurokono basket didn't really do well was establishing the threat of who they're fighting against when it came to kind of like their matches where it was where it's like you know who to root for whereas in haikyuu they do such a great job of establishing who they're fighting against as like genuine they're not bad guys they're like we want to play. We want to. We want to play a match. We want to win a match. You know, type of thing, and that's what these two episodes were for. They were building them up because now this episode to me was like, all right. So within like the next two episodes, I think that Karasuno is going to beat whoever. You know, I forgot the school's name, but they're going to beat them, and then I feel like the season finale highlight or whatever is going to be um, Nekuyama versus Karasuno. The, and I forgot what they call it. It's like the garbage mat, the garbage can, whatever they call it, the battle of the, at the garbage, whatever, um, that they've been hyping up. Uh, so I, I, I enjoyed these past two episodes because to me now, it's it puts me in a position where it's not like, it to me, it's not like, okay, this is going to be an easy win for Karasuno. They're going to stomp Nekoyama. No, they're not. Because we've seen that they're like the ultimate defense team. They have tenacity. They have plans. Like they're not scrubs. So going into the match, it's gonna be like, okay, how is Karasuno going to be able to adapt and overcome the fact that you know Nekoyama ain't no bitches? You know what I'm saying? They playing to win. So I enjoyed the filler arc. It's only two episodes, and um, now next episode we're moving on to uh the kind of the finale of. Uh, Karasuno versus the other team, so IQ's been really good in, in that part. Um, and I'd say that's it for... Oh yes, and Mandalorian. We'll talk about that later. Um, 
that's it for watching so for reading uh so i actually read a, quite a bit of a uh, this new manga called uh spy x family i think it's called mm-hmm. um oh yeah that's I've, I've seen it i fucking i fucking love it i love it i love it i love it i love it it's i want an anime of this thing and i want it soon uh the premise is amazing the fact that it's it's basically a spy who is assigned this mission where he has to basically um, get close to this guy, this top government official dude who's very secret. In order to do so, he has to adopt his own family and get close to the education system that he's, he's uh, tied to. So he adopts, uh, uh, he, he adopts his, uh, this child at an orphanage and he doesn't know that she's a psychic and the whole show's comedy to me revolves around the fact that they no one knows who each other is and i love it the daughter's a psychic the dad's a spy and then the wife that he convinces the woman that he convinces to be his fake wife is an assassin and i i just i think i just that everything is just so perfect in a sense where the daughter knows the daughter knows everything but she can't say everything because she wants to keep the family together because this is the first time that she's ever experienced something like that. And then you have the the main, the the father who's like, I'm all about this mission, but obviously, you know, he start his part is starting to warm up to having a family and having a daughter and having a wife. And then I, I think my, my favorite character is the wife, just because it's like to her, she's an assassin, but she genuinely thinks that the the father is like a normal person and she she genuinely has feelings for him whereas like the father kind of he's kind of using her he's kind of starting to warm up to her from the part this part of the story that i'm in but you can clearly tell that the wife has genuine feelings for him so i i really like it um i recommend people uh read it and i'm hoping that that's this series gets an anime soon because it's freaking amazing too. also the art the art in that series is really good too um so that's that. Um, then I read uh, my hero. Um, yo, I know. <laughs> I know. I know you. I know that you want to cater to the fucking weirdo ass pedophile niggas who like uh, Toga, who like um, Uraka. Cool. Yo, the confrontation that they had is shit we already knew about, bro. We 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 know that they both want Deku's dick. We know that uh, Toga is a crazy ass bitch. So her confirming, oh yeah, I have to be responsible. I, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Uh, Urodaka, like, and don't let this fool. Like, I like Urodaka's character. I like Toga's character. But when you start the chapter out the way you start, where it's like the fucking giant dude is heading towards them. Uh, Freaking uh, Deku, Endeavor, and Bakugo are like on the ground, severely injured. Uh, Toga, I mean, not Toga, uh, Todoroki's trying to help them. Like, Shigaraki's like, nah, I can still fight. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get this nigga up out of here. And then you just cut to the, you just cut to straight filler. I was like, I don't want, I don't care about this, bro. Get to the stuff we actually care about, which is <laughs> Shigaraki and the giant fucking shit up. That's what I want to see. Dobby smiling on the scene. Hopefully, burning Endeavor off the face of the earth. Stuff I want to see. Like, I don't care about 
Toga and 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 Udaraka's girl talk about who gets to have Deku at the end of the series. I don't care. So no more of that. Stick to stuff that we really actually genuinely care about. Like the chapter was a legit ten out of ten, and then that Toga shit brought it down to like a six. Um so yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, man, just no more filler stuff. You, you take take notes from Haikyuu. If you're going to do, use filler to enhance the current threat. Not to take it, not to take all hype away from it. That's not how you do filler. Um, so that's that. One Piece. Are we going to talk about One Piece later or just give our thoughts now? Give your thoughts. Go ahead and give your thoughts. Okay. So, uh, yeah, these past two chapters were great. Thank God, because these these red scabbers have been pissing me off. Like DC said, I want I want all of them to die. To be honest, the only Please. only people I care about is Nekomamashi and Igarashi. Um. So that was that. And then this week's chapter was really good, as far as kind of establishing that like Yamato could be a major game player for this arc, and the fact that like she genuinely care. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Yamato cares about uh I mean I also genuinely cares about um Momo, uh, what's that nigga Momo, Momonosuke yeah Momonosuke and the the yeah. plight of uh Wayno that's cool also um to all my weeaboos out there who took an online course in, ja- in Japanese and think they know everything to do about Japan uh Bokuwa can be used by both male and female it does not that it does not announce one's sexuality or sexual preferences, just to let you know. Just in the same meaning as Chan, um, the honorific that is more commonly used for, for females, but can be addressed to as males as well. Um, that does not mean that if I were to call someone blah, blah, Chan, that means that they're a chick. No, it's just an honorific that can be used to mainly describe a chick, but it's also universal. So. Just because Yamato uses Bokuwa does not mean that Yamato prefers to be called a male. Just throwing that out there. Um, uh, especially considering the fact that Oda does that a lot. And when it, and genuinely when it comes to, especially when it comes to just the kind of the anime manga spectrum in general, usually when you kind of have that battle hardened female warrior they'll use a lot of male-centric words because they're trying to sound tough. Not because they're trying, not because they, they are, they refer to themselves as a male. They, they're trying to sound tough. That's why they use a lot of male-centric words. So I'm just saying that don't, don't label me. Oh, you're being transphobic. No, no, no. I'm just saying these are the facts. Now, if Oda comes out with one of his, um, what, what do they call them, uh, DC? The SB... SBSs. Uh, the SBSs. And he goes like, yeah. yes, Yamato is legit dude. He he identifies himself as a male. He addresses himself as a male. Then I'll honor that. But taking taking context clues and, and words of speeches without knowing its context, you got to do better than that. You got to do better than that. So... Uh, that's it for one piece on to playing um all right so i'm gonna start with the good i'm gonna start with the positive uh i've played a lot of captain subasa 
mainly because I don't know why I just I just really freaking love that game. Oh, um, particularly to unlock the last two teams of the game that I didn't unlock, which is a uh, America and Brazil. And I kind of actually like how they do this. So there's kind of three paths to the new hero story, which is basically you create your own character. You can choose which, which middle school you want to attend. And you go to like this World Cup series. And at the end you have you, the, the canon route is that you face Germany. Um, but depending on who you build relationships with within the, the World Cup, you can end up fight, you can end up facing Brazil or America. So it kind of forces you to choose the different team because there's only three different teams you can choose. Um, uh, Furano, uh, Musashi, and then the team that uh, Hugo went to. I forgot the, the, the name of that school. Um, so it kind of, it makes you kind of go through all three of those paths and then you can choose who you want to fight in the finals. So, uh, yeah, so I did the first things I did is the, the Brazil path. I really like that path, but the path ended in a dark way where kind of the main kind of main character of the Brazil team is Carlos Barra. And essentially kind of they give his backstory that he's basically he was adopted as a child and his family wanted to raise him to be like this amazing soccer player. So they forced him to like you got to eat, sleep and breathe soccer to where the point where he's known like people know him as a a soccer machine like he has no passion in soccer he just plays it because that's what he's supposed to do so once you beat him though there's no resolution on that like they show a cutscene where he's talking to one of his teammates and he goes like okay so i'm going to completely shut myself off from all emotions and just dedicate my entire life to soccer and i was like it made me feel like an asshole at the end of the path like maybe i shouldn't have beat these niggas like there was no resolution on his character. Now, uh, I think in December, the first batch of like DLC is gonna go out. And they did say part of that DLC, there's gonna be extra scenarios to the story mode. So I'm hoping we get some resolution on that end because I felt like an I felt like a shithead <laughs> at the end of that uh, playthrough. Um, but the cool thing is that depending on your actions uh, throughout the World Cup, uh, I made a broken ass main character too for that path. Um, he was a midfielder, and when you build your relationship up with Carlos, he has this one uh, ability called Young Ace, where basically, with each successful dribble move that you perform, it increases your it uh, increases your shot power. So when I was in the finals, they have like this really freaking OP goalie. Brazil has a really good goalie. I did a bunch of dribble moves to get to the goalie. I, I had my main character do a shot and it went straight in. And that's not supposed to happen. Like basically the final match, cause Brazil is a good team, a very good team, but I whooped them 6-0. And my main character shot all those shots. Uh, it was really freaking broken. Uh, but if you do well and you, basically if you win the MVP of the World Cup, you actually, your main character actually gets scouted to the team that you beat. So it's pretty cool. Um, and then I did the America path as well. America is really cool. Basically, their main character, um, the, the the main kind of player for America was like a mini Lelouch. 
Like, he literally used his brains to win every single soccer match. Like, he was that nigga. And he was only 13 years old. And he was basically commanding, like, 15-year-olds and 16-year-olds. Like, hey, yeah, this is what y'all got to do to win. It's pretty freaking cool. Uh, his name is Ryan Ortiz, and he's fucking cold. So, yeah, uh, been having a really great time playing Captain Sabasa. And the reason why I was able to, you know, play all that shit is because, um, uh, for warning, if you are a Sony fan, Sony stand, if you don't <laughs> like to hear the word Sony and stuff within the same sentence, leave now. Sony, if you're listening, I love you. Don't take this out of context. This is a, a passionate approach. This is criticism, right? I, I want you to do better. So I'm mad. So I'm not saying, you know, fuck you in a context of like, I never want to associate with you again. I'm saying fuck you in the context of you fucked up, do better. Okay? Got it? Good. So fuck Sony and fuck Nisa. Um, I don't know what the fuck you dumbass, whoever is in charge of servers, whoever's fault because... Everybody, both sides were passing the, passing the blame on to each other. I don't know what the hell was going on. We don't know the full story. So at this point, I'm blaming both sides equally. So for context, for those who don't know, this was the game that I was looking forward to the entire fucking year. Bar none. Better than me being hyped up for the PS5. Better than me being hyped up for the Xbox Series X. Better than anything else. Final Fantasy VII Remake, anything. This was the one game that I was genuinely looking forward to playing because I love this series. Um, that's Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel. Um, I've been hyping this series up whenever I can, giving it praise whenever I can, just because it's one of the best JRPG series that I have, I have personally played in a long time. So this game was scheduled to release Tuesday of this week. Uh, prior to, because I pre-ordered the game. So they do this really cool thing. They did it last year with Trials of Cold Steel 3, where if you pre-order the, the, the pre-order for the Digital Deluxe Edition, the price was reduced if you had PlayStation Plus. So essentially, it's usually $80, but you can pre-order it for $60, $65 for people who live in Illinois because fuck them taxes. Um, but it worked last year. You know, I bought Trails of Cold Steel, Trails of Cold Steel 3 for $65, for $65, preloaded it, worked day one. This year, they do the same thing. You can pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition for a reduced price if you have PlayStation Plus. I was like, all right, cool. Let's get it. I don't care about the, the, the cosmetic skins or whatever. I pre-ordered it because it's, it's cheap, you know. I get more stuff for less price. Cool. So... I didn't know this, but I went on to shout out to the Reddit, by the way, Leonidas. Um They were saying that people were having issues preloading the game. Uh, basically, when it's about, I think it's two days before the game officially comes out, you're able to download the game. So that way, at 11 o'clock on the day before it comes out, you can just start playing it off that. But people were reporting that, yo, I'm having issues preloading the game. What the hell is going on? Um, and so most people were like, it's probably just some kind of server issue. It'll be fixed. The, the general consensus was that we can't preload the game, but once the game officially comes out, once the countdown is over, we'll just be able to download and play it. 
So I was like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. So Monday at 11 o'clock, CST, that's the time zone that we're in. I was like, all right, cool. Um, I was playing Captain Tsubasa. I was like, let me close out, download this game, put it on rest mode. And then tomorrow I can play it and let's go. So I, I go to the download screen and I'm pressing download. It redirects to the PlayStation Store and it immediately goes back to the download page and it doesn't show a notification that the thing is downloaded. So I'm like, okay, what the hell is happening? What's going on? So I go on to, it's funny though, the per, the very first screenshot of the game, if you go down, is some dude posted a picture up of like, my download's not working. What the hell happened? And it's just a bunch of comments going like, yeah, dude, I'm, yeah, dude, it, I'm like, a bunch of hours ahead of you i still can't download i can't download either what's happening i can't download so then i go to the reddit to find out what's going on the top reddit post is i can't download the fucking i can't download the game um so people are just complaining about it the cd shit is is that if you if you if it was only not working for people who preloaded who, who pre-ordered the game for the reduced price basically once the standard version released, if you bought the standard edition when the PlayStation Store refreshed, you were cool. If you bought the digital deluxe edition for $80 instead of the reduced price, you were cool. The only people who got fucked over were people like me who pre-ordered it at a reduced price. So we're all like, what the hell is going on? Fuck is happening. So I, at this point, I got work in the morning. I can't stress myself out over this issue. So I just go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. People are still like, there's nothing going on. Stony, both Stony and uh, Nisa have yet to release a statement on what is going on, what what's happening. And people have been, and people were calling support and saying like, hey, what's going on? Nothing's working. This is uh where I give the first fuck you to Sony. Sony then, uh, I don't know if people who are like actively subscribed to their Twitter, but their I think their support page actually posted up a tweet that said pre-ordering a game has never been simple. (laughs) 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 So that, that was when people were like, if you, if you actually go to that Twitter page, uh, all the tweets that, that that tweet, all you're going to see people going like, Oh, that's, that's some real good shit, Sony. So can you shed light on the fuck upness that's going on with Trails of Cold Give you these caps, then. We know you capping. We know you capping. I got all. What color you want? Man, I got a fresh air cup. Nah, man. put a cap on you, cap. Nah. Cap. <laughs> they did. Then Nisa. This is when the uh, uh, another fuck up point goes to Nisa. They then released a YouTube trailer saying Trails of Cold Steel Four has officially launched. You can play the game now. And all the comments on that video was like, I can't, I would love to play your game. Too bad I can't download it. So fast forward 14 hours later after the game is supposed to come out, they then release a statement going like, we're aware of the issue and we're trying to work on it. No, that's unacceptable. Because you knew from jump, you knew before the game released that your shit was going down. So it's Tuesday now. And for those who don't know, Tuesday is the one day out of the week where everything, where PlayStation refreshes the entire store. You know, they add new shit, they put in patches or whatever. It's just a, it's just a big update for the PlayStation store. 
So people were pining, and because when they were talking to the Sony support, they were going like, the issue should be fixed once the PlayStation support, once the PlayStation Store updates. So there's, and they, they handle it in different caches. So it's like, there's like, they do it, the initial one is at like 11, and then there's one at three, and then there's one at six. And that six is the very last one, because that's when everybody says, fuck it, I'm going home. Um, so after six, I checked the Reddit, I checked my download, still not working. Oh, uh, and so at this point, people are like, I don't know. People were basically, you know, kind of scared because the PlayStation Store only updates on Tuesday. So they were like, well, we're fucked. We got to wait till next week. So what people were doing were they were calling up the Sony support and basically requesting a they're requesting a refund. Because since you can't download the game, you meet the requirements to get a, re a refund on your order. So people were refunding their $65 and they were like, fuck it. I'll pay the $80 for the deluxe edition, or I'll just get the standard edition. Um, so that was a whole debacle in and of itself. Fast forward to Wednesday, I wake up, Reddit is blowing up that like, hey guys, we can finally, we can finally download it. And now this is a huge middle finger to the people who requested that, that, that pre, that, um, that refund and now spend $80 as opposed to just waiting with the $65 they had, or they downgraded and got the standard edition. So this is just a whole mess. The game was supposed to release on Monday and people weren't able to play it until Wednesday. Coupled to the fact that this is also a big middle finger to people who got the physical edition. Now I understand COVID times, you know, there, there's going to be some delays when it comes to some packaging. But the people who got the physical edition, to their knowledge, they were able to, like, I, some people were saying that they paid up front, like, for the, you know, the speedy delivery because, you know, COVID times, you don't know. And they won't be able to play the game until November 9th. Mm. 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 So everything surrounding this game's release has been a fucking disaster. Oh, like I said before, they have not released any after statement saying what the what the initial cause was. But from when I was in the midst of it, going through Reddit, through Twitter, through the, the PlayStation post, they were just passing blame on each other. Sony was like, oh, we don't know what's going on. Ask Nisa. Nisa was like, oh, well, we're not in charge of PlayStation Store. Ask Sony. Uh, and so my stance on it is fuck y'all both. Um, both of y'all had terrible communication. Um, Nisa in particular, y'all, they didn't say anything to the community until officially because they had a discord and their discord was going crazy. And the community manager in charge of the discord was going like, oh, uh, we're working on it. Not addressing the issue, but oh, we're working on it. And they officially announced on their Twitter that, okay, we're trying to work on a solution. Sony didn't say shit. They released that stupid ass Twitter post saying, Oh, pre ordering has never been easier. Goofy ass niggas. So, all that to say this this was originally like when I talked about when I talk about like our top fives, and I said that Haikyuu is I don't give a fuck. Haikyuu is number one, right? Mm -hmm. Number one anime this year. There's nothing that comes close to it, bar none. Um, this was going to be my I don't give a fuck. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Cyberpunk, I don't give a fuck. This is going to be my number one game, bar none. 
that's no longer the case. Mm. And like I said, I, I stand this game, but if if your shit stank, it stank. And that shit stunk on Monday, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I can't the business ethics, the the fact that you didn't deliver my product as working when you ate when when as promised and as expected docks points off this game it's still going to be within my top five because i played the japanese version i love it i didn't finish the japanese version i stopped at a certain point because i was like you know what i want to experience it as a whole once i get the english version um and i'm really enjoying the game so far really freaking great game um it's just it's the final game it's the conclusion to the story arc of Erebonia, so I'm not gonna go with too much detail because I really want people to experience this journey for themselves if you are a huge fan of JRPGs. But at the caveat of the, the poor release date, the most that this game can get from me is a seven or eight out of 10. I, ha- I have to dock off two, two big points for your botched release. So depending on how the rest of the game makes me feel because now I can understand things better, now that it's an English version, um, the the max score that this game can get from me, and you can hold me to this when I actually officially review the game, is an eight out of ten. This game is not touching ten out of ten. It's not touching nine out of ten <laughs> at all. You fucked up, Nissa, and Nissa has a bad reputation. Like I, this opened my eyes up because it, it, for those who don't know what Nissa is, is Nipponichi Software of America. If you've heard of the Disgaea series, they're basically the people who are publishers of that series. Um, but they have a bad reputation when it comes to Falcom Games, which is the official developers of the Trails of Steel games. A lot of people don't like them because they have poor localizations. They've had previous fucked up launches. From what I've heard, uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3 on PC was a terrible launch. So I... I just, I'm just, I've never experienced that. Have have any of you on this podcast right now, have you ever experienced a game that you pre-ordered and you just couldn't play for like two, three, two to three days? No. Nah. I never yes. heard of Oh, wait. I have. Uh, wait. Uh, can y'all hear me? Shit. Yes. Wait, y'all can hear me? Yeah, yeah you good. Oh, shit. I don't know. Yeah. What up? Yeah, I have. It was called No Man's Sky. Not because of how bogus your game was. That's fucked up. It's just because No Man's Sky was an utterly horrible fucking game. So I should. I didn't play it. <laughs> <a game. laughs> but you could at least download and play it. Yeah. But that was. That was. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga, I pressed the download screen and it just was like, what? The fuck you just pressed? You definitely didn't press this download button. Like, it, shit was terrible. Your PlayStation was like, nigga, like, don't. Stop. It's just terrible, man. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. I'm thorough. I'm pissed. Like, it, it, it still gets my blood boiling thinking about it because I would have had a lot more to talk about in regards to the game from a gameplay-wise and story-wise story if I was able to play it on Monday when it was originally supposed to come out. But now I'm talking about I fucked up Sony and Nisa are. Um, so that's that's it. That, that's all my negatives. So for people who are like, who toned me out because they had they heard Sony sucks in the same sentence, you can now listen again. I'll end this with a positive. Well, kind of a positive because I don't know if we're talking about this later. Um, but 
just an update as far as the pre-orders are concerned. I got my accessories in um, from PlayStation. Uh, I got the, the Pulse 3D headset and I got an extra controller because, you know, I, Why not? PS4 has a bad, I mean, I, I'm saying PS4 is really bad. I've heard a lot of good things about the controller, but I'm gonna have to see it for myself. Uh, I haven't opened it yet because there's no, there's literally no point for me to open it uh, until I get my PS5. But um, for those who have ordered, who have, who have pre-ordered their PS5s, just know that Sony, from the Sony store, I don't know how Amazon or the other people are handling it, but from the Sony store, they just sent me an email today going like, hey, just letting y'all know, we finna take that money out your account. So I respect it. Hopefully, <laughs> it's gonna be within this week. So I hope y'all ain't spend that money on anything else. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, that money, it, it, they take it. It's like it, there's no. So they send out that email, and then the it's not like they send out an email going like, "All right, we're taking out the money right now." No, they'll no. say we're about to take the money out, and then you get that final invoice email that says your shit is gone. So just be on the lookout for that for all my peeps who have pre-ordered the PS5. Yeah, niggas that like pre-ordered like six of them. Oh, well, that's this the Sony store. Like this is directly like me and Cam did it directly through Sony. So for one, I got the email too. So respect. Uh, but I dig some digging for podcast content reasons, and also just I get a mental idea of when they're taking this money out. So. Uh, I looked. I had to Google a lot just to get to these questions. But um, since they did say they're about to take the money out, I was like, okay, if we pre- since we pre-ordered through you niggas, when are you guys actually taking the money out? And they said ten at at, at no, they said ten days or less before release. Tomorrow no, no, is Monday. Less? So the, tomorrow's Monday. Monday, which is the second. PS Five comes out the eleventh. I mean the twelfth. The twelfth. Yeah. So. Oh shit! So. Can I uh? Wait, no. Go ahead. Daytro, you with Amazon? Amazon don't even know what the hell they doing yet. Yeah. No, not that. I'm a, I'm a, this has nothing to do with that. I'm going to say what I got to say after y'all. Go ahead. Continue. Oh. So, if you listen to this podcast, Damn. as long as I drop this episode, hopefully I drop this episode by tomorrow morning, you would, hopefully, they don't take that money out Monday morning. Me, Damn. being a responsible adult, I was like, let me make sure I have. Oh, I made this- sure that money was in that account. Yes. All times. Make sure <laughs> you have your. I don't know how much you spent, but make sure you have your minimum <laughs> of five hundred and thirty dollars. Or if you got the or digital, four hundred and something dollars. Four hundred, whatever. I don't know how much y'all spent. Yeah. Whether you got digital, physical, they already took the accessories out, so I don't got to worry about that. But if they they would take that money out this week, as in the earliest of possibly Monday. I'm just letting now, it be like known. Said, they don't send. They don't send you an email saying, "Hey." Your money is being taken out as we sent this. They'll, they'll know. They say your money gets taken out, and then they'll go like, "Yeah, we took your money out." Exactly. We're about to ship it to you. So, and also, I. This is another thing. This is why it's important to read. If you do not have money in said account, 
and you don't have over in like the overdraft, your bank doesn't take overdrafts, it's an automatic cancel. Yeah. Damn. It's an automatic cancel. But this is this is specifically for people who have ordered through the Sony store. You yes. don't know how, you know, Best Buy, Amazon, Target you don't know how they're they're handling the situation. Mm-hmm. This is more so for people who got that cue session. This is for yep. y'all niggas. So just letting it be known. If you order through Sony, have make sure. Because if your bank don't sit there and let you go negative five hundred, you just gonna get an email saying, Yeah, bro, you canceled. Get your broke the broke boy shit out of here, boy. <laughs> like literally I made sure I was straight today. Today, I made sure I had the, you know, like yes. I'm heading into the my broke boy portion of my of my of of before I get paid. I took my five hundred out. I need I had to take I took some money out my savings because I thought because of emergency situation, but I had to hustle up some thirty dollars real quick just to make sure I had that money because I didn't want to go broke and I don't want to starve, so I made sure I had extra money. So, with that being said, I'm straight. Sony, take my money out tomorrow morning if you so like. 12 a.m. Cool. Take it out so I- I'm not looking at my bank account and worrying. Exactly. I have other shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, just hurry up and take it out, bro. I'm, just take it out and more likely, like, and just hurry up and let me know it's shipped. Like, just do that. So, letting you people know now. Get your money right. Because you have between now and I think the latest they might take it out is probably going to be Thursday or Friday. It's going to be this week, though. It's going to be because sure. I'm factoring in this. They want to because like they want to make sure we get it on launch day. So factoring in, they probably going to try to take the money out between Monday and Thursday Ship the shit Friday or Thursday night, so that way, in case because we're in COVID, it get and, and can you say it comes through FedEx, right? Because you got your accessories through FedEx, right? Yeah, it came. Through, so it came through FedEx. They want to make sure it gets to these places safely. It came and late for me too, just to let y'all know. You said what? I said the accessories came kind of late for me because they were saying the earliest was like. That it should have came in with like twelve to like one p.m., but that thing didn't drop until like I think seven, seven to eight p.m. So yeah, well, it just that depends on like how that's FedEx themselves. So like you, where y'all live at, y'all don't live far from a FedEx facility. So I think y'all, y'all either gonna be early or y'all gonna be the last, pretty much depending on that driver. So, but get your money's right, G. Hey, y'all right. y'all get money right. Hey, Chris, do you have the 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 R G the the Ray J Ari laugh? Can you play that for me real quick? Real quick. Yes, I, I do. All right. Are we live? No, 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 yes. no. We, yes, we, yes, yes. We live. Yes. Okay, so I ain't gonna curse. In my in my in my uh words of my good friend Cam, I'm a curse. All right. So um, <laughs> we have this segment on Black and Top Blues of the Culture called Clown of the Week. Mm-hmm. Now, in this instance, I'm going to give you a prequel of Clown of the Week, right? If I don't get this PS5, 
<laughs> my best friend, <laughs> the man that I consider going to be the best man of my wedding, whenever that happens, even if I'm 60, if he's a goddamn pack at that time. I pray you know, not. <laughs> um, if I don't get that fucking PS5, Chris, that clown of the weak portion, you might just have to leave. <laughs> it will be that bad. I don't know what you own with me. This G. All week too, G. I don't know what you own <laughs> with me because you're going to get it. Amazon got you. You just make you sure. Say this. Look. Because it's coming to my crib. So I'm dropping off pins because remember, remember Amazon said that Amazon said that that shit might be late. They did say that. So you're still getting your PS5. I just can't control what Amazon do. (laughs) If I don't get my PS5, (laughs) this clown of the week port, I'm going to get my mama to come through. (laughs) I'm going to get cuz in this joint. I'm going to get C-Mac in this joint. We're going to have a nice and powerful family. I don't know why you get them involved, man, with the PS5. Like, gee, like, I, I, I have not, nothing to do with what Amazon PS4, do. My PS4 is leaving my house when that sister come in. My little sister wants it. And anything goes to my little sister and my niece. Respect. So, if they want my PS4, that's cool. But the only house they can get it, if what? You get a PS5, which you will get. Look, what, what part of... It hasn't been canceled at all. You're not canceled. Amazon didn't cancel it. You good. It's just Amazon don't know who gets what first. I haven't heard of accessories. You know what I'm saying? I haven't I haven't heard of anything. You know, I'm just in the dark. I'm like that one nigga who fucked a chick after a tender date. Man, dude, mm. I had a rough day. Not a rough day at work. I just hate the place that I live at. So I drank some 1800 today. Don't mind me, okay? But it's like that one chick or dude, depending on, you know, how that life goes for them, that had like a tender date and they smashed and they want to know if they get a good job or not, but they waiting for that text back. They don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? They don't fucking know. But me, I need to know. I'm one of them niggas that need confirmation. I need to know if I Gee. did it right. Okay. <laughs> So you're, you're just the unfortunate catalyst, Chris. It may not be your fault, but he needs to direct his someone, his anger at someone who is yes. client, who's there. You don't live you know, far from Chris's the Amazon fault. warehouse, my nigga. <laughs> it's Chris's fault, but it's really not his fault. But it's his fault, <laughs> and the raft that they trail will show. <laughs> I even talk to myself in third person. The wrath that trails Sav, student of Kakarot, will show. Tell me I'm presidented. Uh, so y'all tune in. That's a week from now. So what that? Uh, technically it's not a week. Two, two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks from now. So what that'll be? That'll be the sixth. That'll be the fourteenth. The fourteenth. No, not because you know we were like on people. Saturday, so we want to count it seven. So it'll be the sixth. I don't fucking know. I barely can see right now. Hey, it's going to be good. If I do get my PS4, we will have a nice and powerful good GOAT session for Chris. I ain't got no problem with that. No problem at all. 
Was it just a 50 percent chance for you, Chris? That's pretty good. Yeah, it is a. You know what Thanos had that knife when he, you know, slaughtered half of that planet, and he yeah. was like, "Yo, this is the way it gotta be. It gotta be half, right? Balance." That just finished Infinity War too, by the way. My long. Um. So yeah. Look, that's man. it. No, Chris still my nigga. No matter what happens, I'm just saying. You remember when y'all, for the OGs of this show, y'all remember when Chris spoiled fucking Haynes, whatever dude, the Hughes died, and I just crumbled inside? <laughs> That's episode two, Blair. I think That is a four. classic early episode, by the way. Check the archives. Don't spoil Full Metal Alchemist. Brotherhood. Classic episode. But, <laughs> but yeah, so more than likely he's going to get it. It's still going to be Amazon's fault. Like I said, you good. You good, bro. Uh, so, moving. Oh, I also wanna, I also wanna notify my my Xbox peeps too, because you're not just a Sony. Uh, so for those who have, again, this is specific, so I don't really know. Um, but I got my Xbox Series X through Best Buy. Um, Best Buy sent me an email today as well. Or no, I think it was yesterday, basically saying that like you can, they're allowing people to schedule time to pick up. The Xbox Series X, so it's like an appointment thing. The earliest it starts is at 6 a.m. and then it lasts until uh, nine. And it's it's 30, 30 minute increments. So basically, like if you, I, just in case people who haven't been checking their emails or anything like that, you know, check your emails, schedule that appointment, get there early because you know it's COVID times. People are morons, so get your shit early and leave. Um, so that that's it from uh, for me, and also. Be on the lookout for this week as well for uh, Best Buy to take your shit too. <laughs> More than likely. Uh, so for me, it's, it's double. Um, PS, PS5 and Xbox Series X. But I, I've, I've always maintained my minimum. I did I did like legit calculations. Like this is the minimum amount of money in my account that I need to have on me at all times. So that way, you know, if PS5 and Xbox decide to do it on the same day, I'll be straight. So I'm straight. Um, but yeah, just be on the just be on the lookout for that for the, uh, the Xbox side. If you pre-ordered the Best Buy, I don't know how their stores are handling it. Yeah, so be on the lookout. It's that time. It's just that time. So moving on, uh, let's go ahead and get to anime news. Uh, slightly old news, but Kaguya Love is Wars getting a season three and an OVA. So shout out to them. And. Steins Gate is getting a sequel. Uh, DC, you want to talk about that? Okay, so it's not necessarily an anime. They're getting a sequel to their uh, their light novel. No, visual novel series. So it's a sequel to... Oh, the one um, that's on the PS4? Like, yeah, it's, like it's a sequel zero, to that story. Not Zero, because Zero is like an in-between. So it's just like it picks up immediately after the first. Uh, in uh, the first story so um i think they said oh yeah that's a sequel then they also announced a like side like alternate story that they're also going to make a visual novel i mean uh sounds the same uh yeah i think i said it right visual novel yeah it's visual novel yeah yeah so they're making two they're making a sequel and they're making like an alternate timeline but like we might get an anime based off that because I think Zero did, Zero came out and then not too long, I think like within three years, the anime came out. 
So they didn't specifically say anime's coming out, but we know one's going to come out because of how much people like Zero. So that's basically how it is. I think the alternate timeline is based off of, um, remember the plot line about Karisu, Chris, where they said that she's going to be the reason why it's apocalyptic? Yeah. They're going to be going over that because that wasn't really brought up in the original. So that's what that's about. I don't know what the sequel is going to be about, though. So that's basically from what I read. All right. Cool. Yeah, about. Uh, and My Hero and Black Clover is getting, uh, well, not an anime, but a manga drawing crossover. Yeah, it's just the, the cover art. Basically, uh, the the creator for My Hero is going to do the cover art for Black Clover and vice versa. Uh, like they've been doing for One Piece, finally getting clout. Pretty much. All right. So let's go. Because I only seen that for One Piece, though. I haven't really seen it or anything. But what 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 did One Piece do? The uh, uh, Shigeki no Sh- Soma, the Food Wars thing with Sanji. Oh yeah. Okay, now I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't mad at that. Uh. So moving on, the biggest anime news this week is Crunchyroll has been officially bought by Sony for nearly $1 billion. And pretty much a huge deal. We talked about it a, a month ago, a couple months ago, about how pretty much AT&T was trying to sell Crunchyroll to Sony. But uh, I think they just wanted more money. Oh, yeah. uh, but pretty much the deal is now official. They pretty much... It's almost official. Let's put it this way. But Sony is about to have full rights to Crunchyroll. And Sony also has the rights to Funimation as well. So, pretty much, I don't know if it means they're going to combine. I don't know what this means. More likely makes sense to combine the shits. So, they better combine it. This is a, yeah, please combine it. Yeah, so combine it. So, that lowers one less anime, anime subscription service uh for everybody and also just boost up both libraries considerably i don't know what the hell you're gonna call it crunchy animation i don't care i don't i don't know but i think it is going to be pretty huge because funimation then has access to crunchyroll originals as well so yep so that's pretty dope um and a pretty huge uh amount of subscribers as well so it would be neat to see where it goes from there, but I think it's a really big, huge deal for so for Xbox two of the bigger anime pass. companies to be together. And that too, less of a pain in the ass. And and now Sony has Anime Pass. Pretty much. Yeah, they pretty much have Anime Pass. So, shout out to uh, Sony winning in this situation, as I could, I would like to see it. And also, I think for fans is a win because that's one less subscription service altogether. So we'll see where it goes. Uh, I really don't have no much other thoughts on it besides shout out to Sony. Uh, moving on to gaming. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about uh, Mandalorian. You want to say that for last? Yeah, or... we'll say that for last. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we already talked about the Sony thing. Uh, oh, Sony's first PS5 uh, PlayStation Plus game is Buck Snacks. I mean, it's free. I can't be it's mad free. at that. It's a new game and it's free. So, I gave it exactly. So, 
take that as it is. So that's another title to have to at least play from jump. Uh, and Sony ex- says they're expecting 12 million consoles sold in week one, which is more than what the PS4 sold, I think, in its first few weeks or few months. I don't remember. So, yeah. That's I good. mean, I can see that because of the shenanigans of the pre-order. <laughs> I yeah. can definitely see, even though it's scalpers, but I definitely can see the, I, I can see the PS5 and the Xbox Series X too, both doing better in terms of like initial sales than their previous consoles. Yep. So, and also, I, f- I think it was Best Buy. They said that they are expecting to have consoles in store for Black Friday. Good luck. So, so uh, <laughs> after you have that turkey in your stomach, uh, rumbling and bumbling, you're gonna be in line catching COVID for a PS5. Get some, pr- get some protective gear because niggas, niggas might kill over that. Just let y'all know if, if niggas kill over Popeye's chicken sandwiches, they can kill over consoles. They will kill for a $600 console. G, they will kill. So, just letting it be known. Black Friday, nah. Black Friday in a pandemic. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, people. Uh, uh, before we talk about one of the funniest moments that happened this week, or was it last week? I forgot. But uh, Cam, you want to talk about the the Nintendo Mini Direct? Yeah. So this was the last. Um, I didn't say this is the last uh, third party Nintendo Direct that they're gonna have this year. Um, it was really good. Uh. It was another one of those surprise directs that people weren't expecting, um, which I think that Nintendo should do more of because the less these Nintendo nerds know about um, Nintendo directs, the more they can stop saying, where's the next Smash character? Um, So kudos to you. So this Nintendo direct, I think um, there were a lot of titles they released. Let me let me actually pull them up just so, you know, I'm not giving you all false information. Nintendo mini all. Fucking keyboard. God damn it. Uh, but the first thing they did was, I think it was uh, Bravely Default 2. That's the first thing they talked about. Um, basically going over uh, some some story elements and gameplay uh, elements uh, in regards to um, what to expect next year. They also said that they took into account the surveys that went on for the initial demo on the switch and basically saying that they're going to make gameplay changes based off of that so that's pretty awesome um just be the partner okay uh yeah here it is so we have bravely default 2 that's coming out next year i forgot that i think they said like march 2020 i believe uh so be on the lookout for that for people who are fans of that series which includes myself because i fucking love the Bravely default series also nintendo i need y'all to re-release or make a remastered or port update for bravely default one and bravely second put that on the switch please uh then they announced uh story of seasons pioneers of olive town uh this was okay so when i first saw this trailer I kid you not, this was like legitimately if Stardew Valley was 3D. Like, I I know that, and I know that Stardew Valley is, you know, takes from like, you know, I think it's probably like Animal Farm and like 
those other type of farming simulator games. So Stardew Valley is a clone of those other games. But like if you if you played Stardew Valley as much as I have, as much as like Daytrail and our homie Chaz has, if you see that trailer, you'll say like, holy shit, like this is this is just 3D Stardew Valley. It looks interesting. Um, and I think I'll check it out uh, when it comes out next year, I believe. So be on the lookout for that if you're a fan of farming sim games. Uh, they basically announced um, Immortal Phoenix Rising, Hitman 3, and Control are coming over to the Switch version, or going coming over to Nintendo Switch. Uh, so if you own the Switch and you want to play those games, go for it. Uh, they then announced uh, No More Heroes 3. Well, they didn't announce it, but they said that No More Heroes 3 is coming out. Is it next year or this year? Next year. I believe that's next year, but one and two is available on the uh, eShop for uh, I think seventeen dollars each. Yeah, seventeen dollars for now. It said well I, when I clicked on it, it says twenty twenty. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's early twenty twenty one. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you if you like me, if you haven't played the first two No More Hero games, you're interested in the third one. They're cheap, uh, so go ahead and play it. I'll probably get it. Um, I'm not gonna say like now because so much shit coming out in November and I'm playing trails right now is a busy time for gaming, so I'm not even gonna make that promise that I'm gonna play them right now, but they're there if you want it. Uh, and then they announced a like a puzzle game called Part Time UFO. So if you're interested in that game, go for it. Uh, it's made by the same people who made the Kirby series, so that's that. And then the final big thing that people were most looking forward to was uh, more information in regards to Hyrule Warriors, um, Age of Calamity. Uh, they also announced that there was a free demo. Um, I played the demo, and to give you some small first impressions of it, that game's going to be fucking awesome. Um, really good. <laughs> I think if it's one thing I can give, I feel as though, like, in regards to Koei Tecmo, if when it comes to like Nintendo or like Atlas or hell, even like, you know, the people like Shueisha, if they give them the bag and go like, hey, take our take our IP and make a Warriors game, they prosper. When it comes to their own game franchises, they tend to slack off. But because I feel like they're getting that Nintendo bag, especially in regards to The Legend of Zelda, they're going to go all out. Um, this game is absolutely amazing. Uh, the first demo, you get to basically play Chapter 1. You get to play as either... For the, I, I didn't play the full thing, but the first part I played is you get to play as Link and Impa. Uh, Impa is fucking cold in that game. I, I don't know, like, what the hell they did with her, but she, like, I feel like I'm off a of perk playing her. Jeez, like, she's fucking disgusting. Uh, and Link is pretty cool, too. Um... The premise of the game is basically it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild with like some time paradox things because apparently this little robot thing goes back in time to basically I guess warn Zelda that yo the world's gonna go to shit if you don't do something about it. So it takes off from there. Um, but we all know how the game is going to end because you know how Breath of the Wild starts off. Uh, so that's that. Um, the game comes out on November twentieth so pretty soon so i would definitely recommend you pick up this game i'm pretty sure i mean this is a zelda game niggas i go buy this game regardless so you don't need my recommendation but 
they did a really great job um, hyping this game up. And to me, this kind of further makes make makes the case that Nintendo somebody needs to buy Koei Tecmo. Like whether it be whether it be Nintendo, like I, I feel like Nintendo could do it. Buy them out and just have and just have them make more of like their style games with some of your own popular IP franchises and then give Koei Tecmo the bag to actually start making good games instead of glorified DLC whores. Um, so that's it. So all in all, this is a really great freaking direct. Um, for people who are saying that Nintendo should be worried because, oh, the Xbox Series X and PS5 are going to come out and dominate. Nintendo don't give a fuck. Up. Then this direct proved it like they don't care they got shit coming out for their platform they're doing fine they're going to prosper uh so that's it for that yep all right so this is another part of the podcast where if you are easily offended and you are a cd project red fan and you will probably have your feelings hurt for what we're about to say i highly recommend you probably fast if you forward don't like CD Projekt Red and sucks in the same sentence, leave. Yeah, if you just sensitive and also uh, you feel like it's cool to make large dong characters, fast forward the next 10 minutes, maybe. Maybe less, but... If you have a shrine of Witcher 3 in your closet, then fast forward. If you have over 500 hours on Witcher 3, fast forward. <laughs> I don't think you got five five hundred hours, DC. If you do, I'll be shocked. But you good, you good people's either way. Oh, DC left already. Oh, you did. Oh, oh yeah, he did say he was gonna leave early. All right. You have how many hours do you have uh, in Witcher Three Day Trail? I'm probably up there too. I don't think you got five 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 hundred hours though. You probably you like two hundred. I, I think two hundred is, is yeah, maybe two hundred. Five hundred. You just outright you do nothing but play that game. Yeah, you do nothing but play with your three. You be yeah. playing different games. Yeah, it's a good game. King Cat. Um, but yeah. So CD Project Red this week. It was this week, right, Cam? It was this week. Yep. Oh, I'm about to read. Here's here's the press release, and I I like that they have press releases. G, very professional. So five days ago, Cyberpunk. Hey everyone, today. We decided to move the release date of Cyberpunk 2077 I mean 2077 by 21 days. The new release date is December 10th. Most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your head. There definitely is. So first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. Yeah, fuck being humble, huh? The biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us Should've to prepare and test nine versions of it. I'm not going to read Should've all known. nine versions, but the Stadia is on there. There's no reason to test. Let's just keep it G real. Yeah. While working from home, since Cyberpunk evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way, we need to make sure everything works and every version runs smoothly. We're aware it might seem unrealistic when some... One says that says that 21 days can make a difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Some of you might be also wondering what these words mean in the light of us saying we achieved gold master 
some time ago, which they definitely did. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed, and has all content in it. But doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is the time where many improvements are being made, which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is the time period we undercalculated. We feel we have an amazing game on our hands and are willing to make every decision, even the hardest ones, if it ultimately leads to you getting a video game you will fall in love with. Yours, Adam Bogowski and Marcin Awinski. CD Projekt Red. They just need to stop talking. <laughs> Just, hey, look! Just stop! Just stop talking. <laughs> I think that's just my, that's just my advice, bro. Just shut up. Like you, I'm not mad because, like I said, I wanted them to just. But to me, it's like at this point, delay till 2021, bro. Because it's like you keep telling us all these, like these, you know, smoke and mirrors. You know, everything the game's done, but we want it to we want it to be perfect. Blah blah blah. All of this stuff, especially the fact that it's like, well, we're having issues releasing on current gen and next gen. You should have known that, especially since you pushed your initial release date from, I believe it was, was it April? March. April. March, April. September. March or April to September. And knowing that this year is the year that not only the ending of the current console generation and the start of the next console generation. So that should be no surprise. The fact that you have to make sure these games work on all platforms. Unless you just said, fuck it, and just we're not releasing this on current gen. It's going to be a next gen thing, uh, which would make people hate you even more, more. So I understand why you didn't do that. But yeah, I just, kudos, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Like, I'm already not hyped for this game. I know I'm in the rare exception. But it's like when I hear news like this, it's just it just makes me less and less, like, I don't really... It, it makes me less hyped and more critical because now at this point like now like like i said before when you did the whole crunch shit, now you really are putting yourself into a position where people are going to be very critical of your game because yeah first you said crunch now now it's another delay you, the game is ready you said you've already said it. the game is in gold it can be completed it's ready to go all this good shit, but we still got to make some improvements, but that doesn't mean your game is ready. No, our game is ready, but we have to make it. What's whatever. Um, I'm not going to get too mad at them. Um, just my advice would be at this point, since it, to me, it feels as though they don't know what, what they're trying to do in regards to the release of this game. My advice would just be 2021 release date finally like january january 2021 and then just say listen we want we let's let the current let's let the next generation of consoles come out let's let it you know the the new carpet smell get in and then we'll release the game and i'll be cool with that but that's just me for me i just find it funny it's hilarious comical it's golden because we keep this is I never seen a game get pushed back like a damn 
like a like a, a album before, like an album. Like this no, reminds no, no. me. This you know this reminds me of Final Fantasy fifteen. No, no, this is this is third. No, not, not oh, no. Cam, you're right. No, you're right. Versus Cam, you're right. You're right. This is versus thirteen. G, you're right. Because like if you could take cues from anything, it would be Square Enix. That's why I'm not. I'm kind of the sadistic side of me is happy that this game keeps getting pushed back because it's like now you Western niggas know how I feel when a game that I'm looking forward to uh, gets pushed back, like Final Fantasy 15, like uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, like Trails of Cold Steel. When my when the games that I'm looking forward to the most to play this these years gets pushed back, now I'm like, yeah, now y'all niggas know how I feel. Tough shit. Deal with it. But like, no, this doesn't even come close to like if people are saying like this is the worst in terms of like gaming pushbacks, look up versus thirteen. Nowhere near close. Yeah, like thank yeah, Cam. I'm glad you because rem- I remember how the Final Fantasy community was so triggered at how often fifteen got pushed back, and how it was originally a different game no. and became an yep, entire different game entirely. So yep. So yeah, it, that's that's probably the best comparison, but that's the funny thing. It's not going to become an entirely different game. It's way more. Even if some games who got delayed like this just never fucking came out. You've got every fucking Star Wars game that came out the Force at least before the Battlefront series. That shit just never came out, bro. Oh, yeah. It's a goddamn E3 video of new Star Wars games every year. Yeah, once they got bought out by EA, all them shits got canceled. Shit, all that shit gone. It's like, this, this shit not new. It's just that Chris, go ahead. I said on my thing. Uh, but yeah, it's just comical overall. Like I get, I get why they are doing it. I understand you want a really polished title and all of that, and you just want it to be optimized. And yeah, you could blame COVID. I understand you guys are working from home. You can only do so much. But it's like, gee. At you this point, expectations you're, you're right. Yeah, like we said originally, you're just boosting expectations, and you keep boosting expectations when any little fault is going to be over. It's just going to the ten, Yeah, it's going to be oversaturated, overhyped. It's going to be. We're going. Mugs going to talk about it. Like literally, just imagine if just the slightest like wrong hit detection, uh, graphic tearing, stuff like that. People's going to complain. So, with that being said, if you want, if you want, just so people are like, nah, gamers aren't like that. If you want a good example of that, look up um, Marvel Spider-Man on a PS4. Look up Puddlegate. Oh yeah, <laughs> niggas went crazy over that. So, just to let you know, get people going like, no, gamers ain't go. You no, no, they're not gonna react like that. they are. Yes, gamers are freaking goofy, G. They will. They'll find the littlest thing to be goofy about, bro. I, I understand this community. So, with that being said, I understand you have... It's with good intentions. But at the same time, those intentions can affect how people will end up viewing your product. Because if it's not perfect, then literally, they're going to destroy it. Plain and simple. And we're already... And gamers are already self-entitled people. So. Yep. So, like... Like regardless, I'm still gonna get the game when it come out. I'ma hopefully enjoy it, but I'm not gonna be one. Of, well, I'm gonna be critical on this podcast because that's what we do. But 
in terms of overdoing it. No, but it's going to be people that's going to overdo it, though. It's going to be people that's going to overdo it. That's all I got to say. Uh, for me, so it's kind of like broken down into two things. I'm not a critical person when it comes to video games whatsoever because honestly, I don't care. Um, for me, I just want to play the game. So it getting put back kind of sucks because that's the only thing I'm actually looking forward to. That and the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But the Assassin's Creed Valhalla always have a bad taste in my mouth because I played fucking Odyssey. And if it's anything like Odyssey, I'm going to scoop my brain out with a fucking spoon. But them the only two games I'm really looking forward to, like, cause I will be playing the same shit that I usually play on my PS4, on my PS5. That was for my PS4, and just a new number in 2K. So it's really nothing that I really, you know, like I just I was talking to Binos, and it's few times Binos really gave me some enlightenment on shit. So I really don't need it, and. He was telling me because we was talking about it before we played a god for second game of Monopoly, and <laughs> we was we was talking about. It. He was like, I don't really care, and I was like, why? Because he was like, it's it's a situation in which, no matter what, if the if they didn't say this shit, and frame rate problems was gonna happen, motherfuckers gonna cry. Yep. If they say it, motherfuckers gonna cry. Motherfuckers gonna cry. It's a, that's that's the that's the way that. This every community is between wrestling, music, sports, basketball, UFC. Motherfuckers gonna cry. That's what they do. It's just it's just the way it is. Ain't no fucking game except for Final Fantasy. Whatever number that's my favorite is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't no anime except for Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's perfect. So like, there's there's I don't I don't see that coming. I don't I don't see it. What I see is this game is gonna get released. Trans niggas are gonna be mad because of chicks with dicks. <laughs> motherfuckers gonna love the game. People are gonna see that motherfuckers gonna love the game. They're gonna talk bad about that fucking game. Then there's gonna be an article about people talking bad about that fucking game. But the game is gonna sell really, really well. And people who talk shit about that fucking game are gonna say, oh, but this happened. And then it's gonna go into obscurity, come out with a mid ass multiplayer. People's gonna play it. We're gonna talk bad about that multiplayer because it's mid. And then the next game gonna come out. That's the whole. This whole shit is gonna happen. It's gonna break fucking award. People gonna get mad at an artificial game of the year award. Like motherfuckers take game of the year award seriously. No, I don't think it's not. It's not gonna. It's they can't win game of the award this year because they released too late. But it's not. It's not just. It's not just one game of the year award. It's go. You know how every fucking system has a game of the year edition. Gonna be that shit. Yeah, no, I'm talking about as far as like the the big one that people actually give a shit about. The if video people give a shit about a game award, that that's no, I, I'm, it's, yeah, people but, only care about the video game award. So like that, that award, they can't win it. But like year. I was saying, like you know when people when they come out with ten out of tens and shit like that from whoever fucking thing, it's, who gives a shit at this point? Like it's it's gonna be a it's the thing is. With them doing on their marketing side, which is really, really fucking good, because no matter what, people are just going to bat his game. To think between this and a fucking Witcher, because Witcher got popular later in the series, like later in his lifespan, because motherfuckers talked about it. CD Projekt Red didn't do all this fucking marketing with that shit. And because Witcher 2 is extremely low key, and nobody played Witcher 1. They will fucking tell you that shit. Nobody fucking played Witcher 1. To this day, nobody still played Witcher 1. To this day, motherfuckers will tell you not to play Witcher 2 if you play Witcher 3. You ain't gonna like the shit. But it's 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 
gonna be the same fucking thing like any popular game. They just have, they just marketing their fucking game and they talking to us about this shit. I don't see it as a red fucking flag because it's a big ass game. It's fucking open world. Every open world game gonna have fucking problems. I don't give a shit. That's this is the way it is. I can I can log on any fucking game that I play on any fucking system. That shit gonna have problems. No matter what, there's gonna be frame delays. There's gonna be jumping. There's gonna be shit stuttering. There's gonna be movements of the fucking mouth that's not gonna be right. Cyberpunk gonna have it because it's a big fucking game. To expect this shit to run smoothly and to have the expectation of some shit running smoothly just because the niggas were saying, "Are we in development phase?" That's like that's like that's shooting yourself in the foot. Not them shooting themselves in the foot because they about to get their bread. Yep. They give a fuck about a review, especially when that money rolling in. That's like me shooting myself in the foot of saying I'm about to talk shit because of an article that came out. That this shit don't work out. That's like niggas who hate listening to music. Like niggas who I'm gonna listen to this Drake album. After this Drake album, no matter how fucking good it is, I'm talking shit because I hate Drake. He make R and B music. The fuck? It's like watching WWE. I'm about to watch this whole fucking pay per view. No matter how great Roman Reigns is as a fucking wrestler and how much of this Oscar performance he's doing, I'm talking shit because I don't like WWE. It's like, you should shoot the foot. So, whatever, however this game go, me, it trail south. I don't give a shit. If it's ass, I'm going to say it's ass. I'm still going to play it, beat it, unless it's just like Assassin's Creed Odyssey it did. I'm going to fucking hold that up. But, I'm just salty. I don't get to play it on the time that I wanted to play it. Uh, I'd actually say it's a good thing it got delayed to December because there's so much shit that's coming out in that's November. That's definitely true. Like, I feel as though, I feel like, and this is the reason why I'm saying, telling them, like, shut the fuck up. Because it's like, because like, I, it, I've got, I've obtained this level of cynicism where it's like, you can, your PR speech is good, but we know the real reason. They know that it's so many games coming out in November. Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You got um, Watch Dogs Legion creeping in. Legend of fucking Zelda. Um, like all these big behemoth games are coming out, especially with the console releases. So money is fucking tight, especially during COVID times. What games are really coming out in December? I could tell you one game that I'm looking forward to that's coming out in December that's not going to be high key. And it's the freaking, re- it's, a, it's a basically an expansion pack of uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. That's it. So like, Wait, the, the big thing, the big thing that's coming out in December is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. That's why I. That's why I'm saying like, yo, you shut know, up, you said like, that they probably did that on purpose. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said the. That's the real reason why they delayed the game is because there's so much shit coming out in November. It's broke November. Fuck broke October. It's legit broke November. You know, that and, shit around Christmas, people gonna get that as Christmas presents. You own it sometime. Yeah. They did the shit when Final Fantasy VII came out. It was yeah. like, fuck it. Let's move They're this. like, we not competing with Final Fantasy VII. Fuck that. We're releasing this September. <laughs> like, well, hey, it's just shit. You might be on something. But either way, like, you know, motherfuckers, like, and then this is to the, the I don't care. You can fucking censor me all you want to, Chris. There's nothing no, I'm about good. to say about you disrespectful. For motherfuckers getting mad and satire with that fucking chick with dick thing, bro, it's a damn if you do, damn if you don't. 
I don't know how. Oh, especially when it comes to the LGBTQIA. I don't know how you integrate a perfect transvestite in the video game without, <laughs> you know, just putting a ding dong. The fact that they like, like, this is the thing, right? Because if they didn't do that shit, then we still have articles saying where's the, the, you know, the inclusion. I have no problem with inclusion. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. But when we. When we, cause when we talk about inclusion, and then it's just like if a black person say we need more black people with things, to turn around and say, why you make that white man black? Motherfucker said you need more blacks. Like it's, it's we can't, we can't, we, we can't get like we. we so not- what's the full story behind this? Because I just saw the I saw the article. I read parts of it. Is it is it a character in the game that they're mad so, about, or is it the fact that you can create I'm, I'm a character? I'm saying with you, Cam. I read bits and parts of that shit because it's fucking stupid, bro. It, the whole argument is stupid. I was on Twitter and I started seeing a bunch of fucking furries and shit in that comment section. I'm like, I'm out. So when when they apparently there is a billboard that's circulating that's promoting the game, and that chick has a bulge, and they saying <laughs> that's offensive, <laughs> but she. What they said that's offensive, and then some people will say that it's satire because the nightlife in Night City, whatever the fuck that ugly ass town name, that's what it's about. It's about sex. It's about drugs. It's about all this type of stuff. It's about living your life. So the person that you are using to promote that city is everything that city is about. Why the yeah. fuck you mad? I'm not gonna say nothing because I don't. I ain't trying to. It's, it's not about if if it's, it offends people. It's and I'm not even like going at that whole snowflake type rant shit. It's like damn if you. It's everything with this type of shit, bro. Not just with LGBTQ stuff. Not just with, with when it comes to things of race. Not even just when it comes to things of religion. It's like damn, what the fuck can I do? Yeah, we live it, in a very we live in a sensitive society. Like, I, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm keeping up, right. I'm gonna keep it up, right. Like I, I tolerate a lot of things when it comes to my faith. Not tolerate and let that thing overcome me, but I, I, I can't. I'm not gonna stop somebody from doing what the heck they want to do because the God I believe in gave everybody free will, right? I can't, I can't stop nobody from doing. Nor I'm gonna judge you because I ain't gonna be on that seat when you get judged. But one thing I, I like, you know, racism, right? I can't stand racism, so that's one thing I just don't like. When I see it in video games, when I see it in music, when I see it on TV, when Vince Man said my nigga, I, I, I look, I, 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 to this day, I still really, really hate Vince Man for that, right? Because it makes no fucking sense. So when, when you, but when, what I'm trying to say, when they are promoting something and they're not saying, if this was the thing, if they were saying, play my game if you were trans. Play my game. And that's the image that we they have use to promote it. Then yes, you are fucking up by using that as your symbol of it. But guess what? They did not come out and say, yeah, you can make chicks with dicks. People asked them, can you make chicks with dicks? Yes, you can make chicks with dicks. The fucking freaks that are our gaming community <laughs> asked them, can I make big dick sizes? Yes, you can make big dick sizes. You can have a woman's with a, a dick if you want to. You can have a man with a vagina. You niggas asked for it. They gave it to you. <laughs> That's it. I mean, they even even when it comes to the, they don't even call they don't refer to your credit like they don't refer to them as the gender. It's like choose a form. 
So it's like no, you're not making a male they, or female. They are playing within those guidelines, and that's why the shit, the more the story of this, especially this fucking year in general, damn if you do, damn if you fucking don't. Because if you have this very open and fluid game and you do not involve that community, that's fucked up. Because this is what that game is about at, the, at this point. It's about drugs, sex, everything that's fucking immoral. And I'm not calling, you know, that community immoral. I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? And then when you go to, let's say if you go to Thailand, you go to the Red Dog District in Thailand, there's a 90% chance you're fucking a nigga. So, with that being said, um, Cyberpunk 2077, there is going to be a lot of fucking articles. There's going to be a lot of think pieces. You know, with every fucking game that came out, please raise your head and say a game that motherfuckers didn't rip to shreds. Yes, sir. I can't wait for it. Motherfuckers ripping this game to shreds. It's happening, bro. If you if going to be a fanboy to this shit, don't go on YouTube. This shit about to happen, bro. Oh, but in the same token, if you want to hear praises of your almighty video game, you're going to find that shit too. I'm, looking, I'm just looking for the article that says that like hour one says that this game is the best game because it was made by the same people who made Witcher 3. That's the article I'm looking out for. You're going to get that shit. Like... I, I will say this. If you want going into bad this PS5, if you want a game, and this is fucking crazy because I hate this fucking series because I don't play the type of games, bro. But if you want a game that's gonna give you everything you ask for, so far there's only two. There's fucking Spider-Man, and I, I'm not I'm like 90% chance of saying that shit. Because if I have a Mary Jane mission or any sort in that shit, automatic, no, I ain't get what I asked for. And fucking the <laughs> remake of Demon Souls. Those are the two games that you're guaranteed you're going to fucking get what you asked for. Every other game that is coming out, be prepared for the high-ass expectations you set for yourself to not be met. And that's the way it goes. When you get your PS4 and that bitch might be humming just a tad bit, before you go on Reddit, remember... You set those expectations. When you playing for Cyberpunk and your dick is not 12.5 inches, you set those gay-ass expectations. When you're playing 2K and I am wiping the floor with you, you set those expectations for yourself. So, huh. I hate it for it to be that long on the type of rant. I don't usually have these type of things. Y'all know me. But it's just, I just, this is another reason I want this game list to fucking come out. So it can come out, get shitted on like it's destined to get shitted on. Motherfuckers play it, motherfuckers don't play it. And then it's over with. I just, the main thing is, bro, if these niggas about to complain about dicks on females, bro, don't create a female with a dick. We can do that. I, look, it probably gonna have a random or. Ass. You can get or, a red mask, nigga, folk. All in all, if you want to, and what I've been pining for for years, but it's not gonna happen because the gaming community can't get together for shit. If you seriously feel, if you seriously feel any type of way about a game, there's this saying: "There's power in the wallet." Yep. Don't buy it. We've been preaching that for the longest. If if a bunch of motherfuckers, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like. 
the LGBTQIA plus community is fucking large and in charge. If y'all really feel strongly about this game and y'all want to see some genuine changes because you feel like your inclusion is not being correctly represented in, I mean, what can I say? I'm not trans, so I don't know. So that's your walk of life. And if you feel like you're not being correctly represented, boycott the game, don't buy it. And if their initial sales aren't meeting what they're expecting as far as their shareholders and all that other stuff is concerned, they'll, they'll listen to you. Trust me. Money talks. They will listen to you. So, I mean, but that's not going to happen, though. Y'all still go buy the game. Y'all complaining about, about it. Shit y'all buy it. Do you know how many people that I ran through on Twitch for some apparent fucking reason? I think it's a CD Projekt Red nigga in the chat saying this shit. What you think about Cyberpunk 2077? Oh, I'm buying it. Yeah. Anything news? Are they pushed it back again? Okay, I'm just gonna wait to that date. Yeah. Yep. Same thing with Pokemon. Game, National Dex issue and niggas was like, "Fuck this game, fuck this game." Bought one it. of the, the highest, fastest selling, po- one of the not only one of the highest selling Pokemon games of all time, one of the highest selling Switch games of all time. Yep. And they still finesse niggas, boy. Yep. With, the, with their expansion packs, bro. And they so, still get that bread. Yep. Just say, I'm just saying this as a like as an actual like you can do something about this. This isn't like this isn't like the almighty gaming company dictates everything that should happen. You as a consumer have the power to make change on any game, no matter what fucking company makes it. But you're not gonna do it. Yep. Because you guys in the closes out, you guys are some punks. Plain and simple. So cyberpunk. <laughs> hey, yeah. But hey, sponsors, uh, CD Projekt Red. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, CD Projekt Red. If y'all listen, to make sure you hashtag cyberpunk so they can listen to this shit, Chris. Gotcha. Y'all listen, folks. Sponsor us. Listen. We are not above the pandering bag. Exactly. Look, man. I swear I can change. I can change we my rules no in an instance for that knowledge. Bro, I will. We have no shame. I ain't got yep. no shame, bro. I said all this stuff about the expectations. All that stuff goes out the window, depending on how many zeros you write. I have no. Fun. This goes for any development company. You try to get your ugly game off that shit. Well, we will praise that bitch, man. Bro. Let us know. I swear. No saving our game. Effective immediately. We young hungry niggas from Chicago, folks. You know what? We, we we doing it the right way. You know what other <laughs> niggas from this city do? Think about it. Exactly. So, hey. <laughs> but, hey, secure the bag. But anyway, moving on. Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1, dropped this past week. Yes, sir. Shout out to Disney my man. sponsor us. Hey, Disney. Oh, man, we get the Disney bag. I don't shut the fuck up ever, ever. God. Shit, man. But yeah, well, every time I come into the podcast, y'all go hit the Avengers thing. I'm standing hard. I'm like, man, I can't believe they integrated the Tony Stark storyline in Spider-Man Six. Man, they're so good. Bro, another <laughs> disgruntled employee. That shit lit. All right, yeah, look, man. Let's go. It's so into it, intuitive. Yep, like the amount of cap. Just give me a free thing. Just give me an authentic Thanos glove. That's all I ask for. Authentic, straight from the set. Nigga, fuck that Thanos glove. Give me an authentic bag, my nigga. Oh, <laughs> give me a bag. <laughs> that too. I don't want no t-shirts. I don't want no special passes at E3, whatever that shit open. I don't want none of that. I want to. I don't want to shake Mickey Mouse, nigga. Give me that paper, nigga. I want a check. 
with a whole bunch of zeros attached to that. Dude, the more I zeros, the better. The more zeros, the better. With a Thanos glove. That's all I need. The Affinity glove as well. That's all I ask for. Plus a bag. But Mandalorian has dropped. Season 2. Once again, I don't know where we're going to go. But that's the that's the beauty of the Mandalorian. Each episode is its own journey. <laughs> for those people who have canceled your Disney Plus subscriptions because there was nothing to watch after Season 1 of Mandalorian, you can now renew them. <laughs> yep. So, just keep note. But we back. Mando back. Baby Yoda's back. You know the vibes. They about to go out and take niggas out. And this and this week's episode involved Mandalorian just looking for niggas and getting a situation involving a big ass monster dragon thingy. Which was very fun. That thing took niggas out. And also the the oh importance God, of that unity. Was some of the funniest shit ever, boy. It was. But you know what I'm saying niggas was trying to run. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, bro. But I'm gonna say this: the best part of the episode I enjoyed was when, uh, when Mando said, "Hey, you're not a real Mandalorian." Nope. Yeah, strip. Take that shit off, man. I need that. <laughs> you know, I was like, Mando is a kind of heart person. He loved the people. He the man. He's kind of like he's kind of like Star Wars girl to Rivia without the pussy getting. And when. I was like, all right, bro. When Mando leave him, like, keep the armor. You need to protect the city. And Mando packed that shit on that speed and fucking got the fuck up out of there, boy. He did not get one fuck about that town, G. He got the fuck up out of there. Thank you. Give me that shit. Uh, and, uh, you know, in all honesty, I don't think that armor going to have any fucking play in the No, <laughs> it's important. It's very important. For real? You think it's important? Because you're okay. So you remember when I was talking? Oh, super spoiler alerts for those who haven't watched season two. But I mean, if you're listening, it is what it is. Um, that so remember when I theorized that that was Boba Fett's armor? That that was Boba Fett's armor. And the dude that we saw at the end of the episode with those like two canes and he walked, that was yeah. Boba Fett. Mm. Woo! That's why I thought yeah, it could have been that, Boba Fett. I wasn't. Oh so, yeah, that armor that. is going to be very important. Uh, I thought they were just trying to have a cheap Boba Fett. Uh, you know, but damn, yeah. look like that shit important. Shout out to man. Look, bro, I can't wait to when both of these series end and we're going to have that discussion of man throughout the whole entire, you know, time and how bad the, 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 the world was when these two shows came out. These motherfuckers was good, bro. The Mandalorian and the boys. Just so fucking beautiful, bro. Greatness. Beautiful pieces of live action. Yep, greatness. So, uh, anything else we want to talk about in regards to the episode? Sasha Banks might be in episode two. There we go. I was, well, I knew that, but I meant, I was going to tease that. But yeah, if Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks pops up on episode two. All I'm going to say is, gee. I'm rewinding on that screen queen. at least 50 times before I know what's going on on the plot. It's a melanin queen, right? I support that. And I, I would like that. to, Disney, oh, 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 Disney, oh, gracious, oh, wonderful Disney. Uh, there, other than Mandalorian, there's no reason to watch your streaming service. <laughs> uh, 
Can y'all have more like TV? Sh- I know that Wander and and Wander that got delayed. Uh, that got delayed. I think something else got delayed. But whatever happened to the What If series? Oh, that they that's still like later. That's later down the line in uh phase four. I think for real. Yeah, the What If series. That's much, That's way deep along the lines because yeah. like so stuff keeps getting pushed back because WandaVision was supposed to come out. Ain't that coming out this month or next month? Or is that no, next actually, month? Yeah, I think it's supposed to come out in November. It's supposed to come okay, out in November. Okay, so like, yeah. but yeah, so that's coming out. It's just. It's, I thought they delayed it. No, I believe it's coming out oh, this month. Time. I believe. Or next month. I know it's coming out for the years out. Because they got to release something shit Marvel related this year. Nothing yeah, it's December. Out. December 2020 is when it's expected to come out. All right, see. So that'll be out soon. But they. I'm pretty sure that's going to be the content that's going to get some people going. Like, at least back to that. Because, like, if I wouldn't really got on Disney Plus if Mandalorian wasn't out. And then it made me realize, oh, they added Infinity War back to the, uh, <laughs> back to the, well, not back to it, but they finally added Infinity War. And I was able to watch it. And I was able to see those Thanos bars. But, uh, Disney, please do better. Please. That's all we ask. More content. Or at least make it worth our while. That's all we ask. But, uh, decent little first episode, though. Shout out to Mando just doing his thing. And I was kind of hoping that, uh, Baby Yoda was the one to take out the, uh, the dragon thingy, though. Was I the only one hoping that? Yeah, I was hoping for some Force powers. Nah. Uh,. I, was, I, I say that because I was actually listening to some reviews and I think one that somebody said it like a really a good part where it's like how I really liked the way that the Mandalorian himself handles these issues. Whereas you can have those moments and let them be rarities where Baby Yoda uses force powers. But if it's like every single bad situation Mandalorian gets in, it's like, oh, here comes Baby Yoda with his force powers. Right. I think yeah. that that would get very, very old, very fast so i feel like it should be like those serious like okay oh shit mandalorian definitely cannot handle this by himself and then baby yoda does something where it's like okay cool i do one of my favorite things that i show is when baby yoda see the shit about to pop off and he closed that thing that shit's so fucking funny bro baby yoda's so weird bro i fuck with that i ain't with this shit i'm gonna let my dad handle this Hey, but there were also a lot of what you threw in the group too, chat, my nigga. Um, hey, I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's yeah. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this episode too. Um, so that part where Mandalorian, uh, like he hits uh the dude's jetpack and he flies off before like he goes into the 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 dragon's belly. That's actually a callback to episode six, where Han Solo hits Boba Fett's um uh, his jetpack, freaking jetpack, and he goes into the sandworm. <laughs> that was a callback to that. That's that was cool. hilarious as hell too. When I think about that on the movie, mainly because how he screamed. That was the hilarious part. It was like both went out like a both went out. <laughs> Terrible, bro. But man, I think I think Mandalorian is definitely go redeem that because I feel, I feel like a lot of people are like, why the hell did Boba Fett go out like this? So I feel I feel like they're they're gonna use this as an opportunity to like bring him back. 
Um, so there's a lot of stuff to look forward to. The black lights, saber, the stuff with Sasha Banks. Uh, apparently, they're supposed to. Apparently, there's like another big plot point that Star Wars fans are theorizing that's supposed to be happening in Mandalorian. So it's a lot of good shit to look forward to. So that should tide us over. Because how many episodes did they say uh, this is going to be? Is it eight again? I think it's eight or ten. Because if they're if if they're if Disney is doing what I'm thinking they're doing, they're gonna use this to carry over, and then I think as soon as this show ends, Wandavision is gonna be in, or at so, least around the same time. Yeah, or yeah. So, just things to look forward to. Disney Plus is finally getting some some things in for you to justify that six dollars you spend every month that you not know, aren't aware is getting taken. Eight episodes. Mm. Okay, yeah, so yeah, so like this was. Let me see. Yep. So, so Friday, so two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, yeah. So the second week of December is when the last episode comes out, and they said that Wandavision is supposed to come out around this time. So. Hey, they know what they're doing. Keep people on that on your platform. That's what you got to do. So. Shout out to Disney, shout out to Star Wars fans, but we got clowns. Goofy ass niggas out there. Alright, man. So, first clown, Javon Williams of the Chicago Bears. Like I said, you hit a nigga with your bare hands who had his helmet on twice. You try, nigga. How you try to snatch a chain from somebody and they won't look at you? You didn't get that chain off their neck. I. That's another thing. I need football players to stop doing that. Stop trying to take niggas' chains. That shit not even really disrespectful, bro. You gonna give it back? Exactly. I'm not a fucking rapper. You think you really about to walk off the field with my chain and a security guard from my team ain't gonna say, "Give me that fucking chain." And you not gonna give me that fucking chain? Exactly. Stop that. What fucking stupid, bro? Like, stop that shit. Stop. But point is, Javon Williams, I'm not blaming you for this L, but you're you're the part of the L that I'm gonna have to consistently see for the remainder of this night. Oh, the Cowboys is about to lose, so it's gonna be toned. It's gonna be toned down for a little bit, but my nigga. Plain and simple. You are a fucking clown because you started a fight in a critical part of the game. Very critical. Very critical. Yeah, the Cowboys definitely about to lose. Did, did, <laughs> did y'all win this? Did we win? Did the Bears win? Or they lost by three. Damn. So now we're in a two-game losing streak. They're going. It's already one thing. I got to see this horrible offense, but you got to be part of the horrible shit, G. That's the problem. And you just had to be an idiot. You don't hit a nigga with his helmet on. You could have just. It's other stuff you could do. You could have hit some body blows on a nigga, but you hit a nigga with with his helmet on, and then you didn't even hit him hard enough because the first hit he ate. He ate the first hit. Yeah, I was looking at that like it looks like it, it was weird, right? Because he just standing there. He punched him the first time, and the dude was just like, huh? like, like he didn't pay it any attention. Like he's just like, what just happened? Exactly. And then he hit him again, and it's just like, dog, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. 
on, and then what made it worse? Television. You lost because the Saints came and ran that nigga off the field. Oh yeah, jump so, that nigga. Hold that L, my nigga. You gonna get suspended? If I had it my way, you'll be cut. But that's because I'm mad at right now because of that sorry ass football team. But point is, you're a fucking clown, G. Plain and simple. When now, ne- next clown. Uh, ugly oh, folks yeah. who said Meg is not a real anime fan. Gatekeepers. Let's be very specific. I'm tired of gatekeepers. Can you bro. define. I need to. I need to know like if he's listening to this podcast. I really hope not, because I wouldn't want him to be a fan. No, 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 because he has no culture. Keep listening and respond so we can treat your ass. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just want to ask you a genuine question before we slander you. What do you define as a real anime fan? Yep. Yo, if Meg not an anime fan, bro, I'm not. I'm I'm not either. Exactly. Because look, I don't want to know what that next step is to become one, bro. Exactly, because it's getting sick out here, G. I'm tired of gatekeepers, but G, you're you're slandering a woman for cosplaying, G. And not only that, she's cosplaying a character from a Netflix anime. So it's an anime that a lot of people don't really watch. So, yo fat ugly ass. By the way, somebody called him uh, anime Jason Whitlock. I cried. But, G. (laughs) But, Black D Gamer 1. Your, bro, for one, this is the problem. If your lining is literally doing don't, the moonwalk, don't talk about black women, bro. Don't put your real profile picture out there and use your Twitter <laughs> to slander somebody and not expect to get the smoke. Exactly. Like, bro, you ugly as fuck. You have no right to talk about nobody. Like, gee, you fit the bill. And then you're a Trump supporter on top of that. So you're definitely anime Jason Whitlock. Gee, you know stop what I think? I, you know what I think he's really mad about, it's especially now that we fit, found out that he's a Trump supporter. I feel like he, the real reason why he's mad is because a woman, especially a woman in power mm-hmm. like Meg, is using a platform that he likes, and she's using it to actually get money instead of just watching it and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like hey. that's the real reason. That's really unfortunate. It really is. But, bro, you wasn't going to profit anyway. You wasn't. Like, just looking at you. You're ugly. (laughs) And like Scott Steiner says, you're fat. Now, there's a difference. I'm fat, too. I know I am. I'm a big-ass nigga. But... I am also. But also, I get holes, nigga. You don't. Another question, in case you're listening. Genuine question. Like, what was going through your mind when you wrote that Twitter post? Like, let me read the tweet. Like, let me read the tweet. Just a reminder that Meg Stein doesn't give a fuck about anime or manga. She's just another clout chaser using the hobby. To get ahead in her grift. I hope he meant gift or grip. I don't know what the fuck a grift is. She also said the anime fans being bullied wasn't a real thing. That's all you need to know. I'm going to touch on the anime fans being bullied thing. uh, But Cam, go ahead. Yeah, so 
All right, so yeah, first off, like in in that same token, I don't give a fuck about anime and manga. Keep it a buck. Um, but all right, so okay, there's two sides to this, right? Now there's people who gen like they they keep it on the low, right? Like people who keep it on the low, they like anime, they watch it, and then niggas just find out and they bully them. Oh, you like that cartoon kitty shit? That's not okay. People do get bullied because of that. Yeah, that's just not okay, especially in 2020. We I just preached about being vulnerable about your emotions, uh, being being the fact that like cyberbullying is a thing. Bullying is real, and no form of bullying should be downplayed. Point blank. Period. Agree. Now, I feel though what Meg is talking about is mugs who are like legit fucking weeaboos, right? Like mm-hmm. you take it too far. You, you you're doing a Naruto sprints in the hallway. Every time somebody uh, talks to you, you speak in like half Eng- like half English, half Weeaboo Japanese type of shit. And it's like in that same token, you're kind of asking to be like, yo, set the lame ass up, right? Like that. I can understand that. If that's the type of bullying I'm using air quotes that she's talking about, is niggas who legit act like Weeaboos. And don't know the difference between reality and fiction. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. Those were the ones who were probably getting bullied. But it's plenty of people who do watch anime on the low. It's those who watch it openly. So, but to really say, oh, I got bullied for watching, there's a difference. If you're being bullied for just outright being a fucking lame, like, literally you... Sit there and say, oh, I'll be right back. And you put do, put your two fingers on top of your head like the instant transmission. Then, yeah, you deserve to get bullied. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You do. Outright. You do. If you was one of those people sitting there going behind people in gym class doing a thousand years of death. Y'all I would me. throw your ass <laughs> in a swimming pool. Dead ass. Basically, the difference between being someone who enjoys anime and being a weeaboo. Exactly. It's a huge difference. I'm a nigga that likes anime. I enjoy it. I read it. I read manga, all of the sorts. I enjoy it. But do I act like the fucking characters I see? Hell no. Now, do do I respect certain characters and respect their goals and motives? Of course. Daytro respects Goku. He ain't trying to be, be, well, he does say he wants to be built like Goku, but that's different. Like, but in terms of just trying to sit there and say, I'm about to sit there. He's not walking outside talking to a female going like, Kamehameha. Exactly. I'm about to Kamehameha that that pussy. Like, nigga, what? Yeah, that's that's, it. No, I wouldn't do that. Nico, please don't. don't. I hope not. I really hope not. G. Nah, man. That's, that, that's an intervention. I'm bomb inside your pussy, bro. <laughs> I'm about to bomb that bitch. I'm like, oh. I, I would do that, man. No. But, but that's that's the example in itself. So, point is, stop being a fucking ugly ass gatekeepers, bro. Like Cam says, if you know, you know. Y'all know y'all ugly, G. Most time y'all just do. Point is, and my point is, find your favorite anime character and make that your profile picture, G. Yeah. But if you go talk shit on Twitter 
at least do it with an at least be part of the cliche of the people who have the anime profile picture. Exactly. At least you just be the cliche. People will respect it a little bit more because then we just won't fry you, G. Because now you're anime Jason Whitlock. And that's not a good thing. Jason Whitlock, like LeVar Ball said, he only he he's only qualified to talk about snacks. Shout out to LeVar Ball for that legendary quote, by the way. Funny as hell, G. This shit was hilarious. He said he's only qualified to talk about snacks. I was like, damn. But... My nigga, everybody like dude, stop gatekeeping, G. It's not cool. Let Meg be great. She's a great face for the community. You should be honored, honestly, that we have somebody who's legit passionate about it. And it shows not even just like in her just talking about it, but some of her outfits and some of the pictures she lovingly posts on Instagram that we all love to see. So, stop being a hater, G. Plain and simple. Because we could have Michael B. Jordan, who still says Naruto. We we could have that. And that's not a good representation. So, shout out to Meg. And also, stop being jealous about people getting a bag, bro. Like, exactly. if, if anything from this, take, take this lesson to heart, bro. Stop worrying about other people's bags when you... When you stop worrying about other people's bags when you ain't getting your bag. And check. Exactly. Take that to heart. Before you exactly. start complaining about how other people's making their bread, how they live in their life, fix yourself up first. Then, when you in that medium, when you in that space, then you can call out. Then you can call out when you see some some bullshit. But to from my standpoint, Meg has done nothing but do great as far as promoting anime, as far as promoting black people in the anime uh, medium that. Yes, we can like anime too, and we can still like our our uh our hood shit too. You yep. can be both. You so can be both. I I I have nothing but the most respect for her. Keep doing her thing. I mean, and it's just like it's one of those instances when when like I said before, when black women are going like black men, black men are supportive. You are fitting that mold. You are the problem. You are part of the problem, bro. Let her be great. Let her do her things. Let her get her bag and stop worried about it. Exactly. Live your life, my nigga. Stop worried exactly. about other people. Exactly. Get the bag. It freaking exactly. So that's it from uh, that clown. Anybody else got some clowns? Uh, just detect. Yeah, I got one goat, and hopefully I can run my clown after this goat. Uh, speaking of black and hood stuff at the same time, look, one thing I'm from, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, bro. I love to see it, even though I. Uh, property tax is really, really high. It's getting gentrified from the north to the south. And motherfuckers going to be really, really mad when they can't live where they live at no more just because, you know, the way things going. But, hey, one thing I never, ever do is downplay anybody with any type of success within this city. Shout out to motherfucking King Vine, man. Hey. That nigga talk about a lot of oh, stuff yeah. that <laughs> they should be talked about. But shout out to King Vine, bro. <laughs> I personally do not think that his album was going to be that fire, but it was. But Definitely not was. just that, that it actually, you know, charted. That's what fucking up. Now, I know a lot of people ain't dropped, but it charted next to Ariana Grande. And no, it did not get number one, but it got behind that. So shout out to King Von, bro. Um, now, that's on iTunes. I don't know about, like, globally and shit like that. I doubt mm-hmm. it. 
you know, it's I mean, that's still good anyway, bro. That's but yeah, like good. an ounce of like, you know, motherfuckers love Vaughn, bro. And he talk about shit that not a lot of people can relate to. So, mm-hmm. including me, I cannot relate to any of that. I'm about to edit that part. Please edit that part. Oh my god, I'm editing that part. Uh, I had clouds. Other than that whole cyberpunk thing we talked about already, I would like to say, like, you know, whatever you believe in, love who you love. I ain't got nothing to do with that. But just don't mess up a medium over your own, you know, insecurities and things of that nature. Um, what else? I had a clown, bro. Other than the Ridge. Oh man, Hall of Fame, bro. Chicago Ridge Nursing Home, bro. That's in the Hall of Fucking Fame now, G. Easy. We ain't got to talk about it no more. Just period. Like I said, I didn't have a bad day at work today. I just fucking hate that place. Like, it's just, it just is what it is. Like, I hate it. I hate everything about it. I hate how it smell. I hate how it look. I hate how it feel. I hate when I wake up in the morning, that's one of the first things I got to see. Hey, well, when I wake up in the morning, that's one of the first things I got to think about. I hate I hate everything about it. And yes, I am saying the fucking place. It was one of my bosses, or my boss's bosses, or my boss's boss's bosses. Hear me slander this place. I would like to say this. And, 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 and just to let you know. My name is Daytro Bogan. That's Christian Jefferson. That's right there next to me. He works there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I hate that place. And the only reason you st- I'm still there is because it's the easiest place to get into in the whole entire fucking world. It really is. If you know somebody, you win. Okay. Like, that's just the way it is. My nigga, I got, I got messed up with, with AT&T because of COVID, and I knew a place to go. Well, I got hired without even really sad application. That motherfucker just said, hey, can you come here Monday? I said, yeah. Uh, so Chicago Ridge Nursing Home, I'm not going to give out the addresses. I don't want no fucking anime fans running up in that bitch and screeching and shit like that. I know how y'all know. But... Now, if anything, they'd honor that place because there's so many old people. Huh? There's so many old people there, so they'd honor the place. They since say it is. Oh yeah, and don't bring none of that COVID around there too, if y'all do raid that bitch. But um, yeah, man, fuck that place is in the Hall of Fame. I did have another clown, but fuck it, I'll slam or something next week. Sorry for all this cursing, by the way. I am trying to get better. All right. Uh, my clown of the week, uh, goes to, uh, and uh, yeah, it's about to get political in here, real political. I don't give a fuck. Because politics matter, and uh, if and that's that's another clown. People go like, "Well, stop bringing politics into into gaming and anime." Shut your goofy ass up. The reason why you can watch anime in the first place is because of politics. Uh, mm. Oh, um, my anime, my my clown of the week goes to people who have this mentality that I don't want, uh, I I don't want to vote, or there's no good people to vote. For, so I'm not gonna vote. Please get get off your self entitled high horse for me. That is just the to me that's just the goofiest, stupidest statement ever. It's within that is that same mentality is the reason why we got the last four years that we did. The reason why we have a president who was willing to neglect the severity of COVID nineteen for his own political gains. 
the reason why we have a president who paid seven hundred fifty dollars of taxes the reason we have a president who was talking all that shit about um biden and hunter biden doing these um deals and making money from uh different forms of government while under while secret handedly he's getting money from the chinese government the reason why we have the current president we have now is because of that neglectful thinking so i say all this to say because next tuesday this tuesday vote this i mean yeah this tuesday this upcoming november 2nd vote if you have the ability to wake up in the morning with two functioning arms and two functioning legs a method of transportation Go in boat. Hell, you don't even have the excuse if you don't. It was a story of a of a I think it was a 93-year-old uh, woman in Georgia who went by car to a voting site because she wanted to exercise her right to vote as a black woman. So, dude, there's no excuse at all. Go and vote. Especially as us as black people. Exercise our civil right that we had to fight hard to earn vote because if you are in that mentality of oh there's nobody good to vote for whoever wins wins i don't ever want to see you complain about a goddamn thing when it comes to politics shut your ass up don't say a fucking thing at all since you don't care you don't care at all don't say a sh don't say shit if you if if something if a policy comes up that fucks you up you ain't got you have no right to complain because you wasn't willing to, to exercise your right to express the fact that you want somebody who agrees with some policies that you agree with so and also for people who live in the chicago land area not only is voting for the president important but judge retention elections are coming up as well yep and that is extremely important I, it's, i'm speaking to the african-american community specifically people who just put Yep, to retain. Yep, just retain, 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 retain. Without checking the history of those judges to make sure that you are voting for somebody that will with that will uphold lawful moral standings. Do not go into that voting ballot and just press yes for any old nigga to retain their office. Do your research and as such, as soon as Chris, Chris, let me know when you post this thing, the, the episode links to Twitter. I will be attaching a website that I used because I didn't mail in a voting ballot. There is a website that has a list of all of from people who live in Cook County in the Chicagoland area. All of the judges that are up for retention and it has a detailed list of every single history case of what they what they are, what they've been in, everything like that. I will share that on our Twitter page. So for those again who are in the Cook County Chicagoland area, if you need to use that for reference as far as who you should be voting for as for judge election retention, you can do so. And I, I need to stress how important this shit is. These are people who decide whether or not, you know, some some minor who is convicted on charges, whether they get to, you know, have probation or whether they're going to get sent to jail for like 20 plus years over something they didn't commit. This is extremely fucking important. So that, I, that's why I'm very passionate about this. I don't care if this is political. You can fuck off our platform. We don't need you. you we don't need your support. Um, so yes, please, November 2nd, 
uh, tell your bosses. I know I'm working for Bank of America. Shout out to them. They, my my manager's manager sent out an email saying if you need to take time out to vote, to vote. So you tell your company, they listen. I'm going to vote. I ain't here today because I'm voting. So exercise your right and vote, please. And thank you. Yep. So can't stress that enough. By the time this episode's up, please vote. It's gonna be up tomorrow, so the early early vote if you have to. But just know, please vote. Please. November third. November third. Yeah, third. I'm about to say it. I thought the second, but third. Please vote. Because I don't want to hear no bitching complaining based on what happens if the unfortunate happens. But based off and you didn't early. vote because there's nobody good to vote for exactly because this is my thing and i want people to understand this one day i never met a good politician a day in my goddamn life there will never be another good one it never Shit, will be a good one it never will be a good one they won't politicians is a dirty game it's dating the mafia it is the mafia <laughs> it is the mafia they just have power so if you know a good mafia person, gangbanger, anything, I have a, a island. A politician. I have an island in Lake Michigan to introduce you to to sell you off. So, but point is, deal with it. That's politics. Lesser two evils. If you think you're a good person, you're a politician, then guess what? I can find some dirt on you to prove that you're not all that nice of a person. So, fuck up, please. So, with that being said, vote. Please vote. Please. Plain and simple, because I'm tired of Cheeto Man. And also, I just want to see the dramatics of Cheeto Man when he does take the L. <laughs> if he does take the L. But he should be out. Either way, whatever happens, happens. But we appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. Glad to be back. You know the vibes, stuff like that. Uh, Make sure you continue to support. Continue to... uh. Follow us on Twitter at the Black Otaku's. Make sure you uh, subscribe on whatever platform you listen to us on: SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. We there. YouTube uh, will be is coming up at the end of this month. I can't get. I can guarantee you that will be up on YouTube. So you will see our ugly ass faces. So Yo, that's a vibe in itself. But man, look. Y'all gonna see somebody's face either way. But we appreciate you guys for listening. Much love, much appreciation, and peace. Peace out. And vote, niggas. Vote, please.